Have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? When I was trying to get this podcast off the ground, I had a lot of questions. How do I record an episode? How do I get my show into all the apps that people like to listen? And how do I make money for my podcast? The answer for every one of these questions is really simple. Anchor. Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, distributing your podcast. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now, Anchor can match you with great sponsors who, who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. In fact, that's what I'm doing right now by reading this ad. So if you are if you've always wanted to start a podcast, make money and make money doing it, go to anchor.fm slash start. To join me and the diverse community of podcasters already using Anchor. That's anchor.fm slash start. I can't wait to hear from your podcast. But ain't no ones of mine. No, my little bitch say I'm getting too boo. I don't need like dubs of mine. All right, but I look like with all them twenties. Uh, them hoes like how I'm coming. Yeah, but I look like with all this money. Uh, I look having all these hoes. Uh, when I crack a smile like gold. Yeah, yeah I'm talking diamonds, gold. Yeah. Came from the bottom, toes. Yeah, back in baby. Uh, that would pay me a show. That's dope. It's probably some cap in my rap. By the time this shit drop, they gon' pay me some more. Uh, uh, and I still can go back to the traps in the box, pick it up, make a play at the store. Feeling still hurt when I say that. <laughs> What up, what up, what up? We're back. Episode 31 with the Argument Brothers Podcast. Yes, sir. How y'all doing, fellas? Man, it feel good to be in this joint today. Well, you brought, you brought us with that, that nice little jam right there, bro. You, came, you, you finally came back in your position, bro. It's all good. You got to play your role, though. I like I liked it. Did you, did, you see the, did you hear the last podcast, by the way? Yeah, I heard you hear the ending when I add a little, you know, what's the name there? You know, I'm doing what I'm trying to do on the... <laughs> I'm trying to do you right now. Hey, bro, don't take my job. I'm trying to do right now. Well, you know, sometimes you got to, you know, flex your little muscle a little bit. So you can do a couple of things. I need my job, man. So you can do a couple of things out here. I need my job, bro. Donathan, man, how you doing, bro? Man, everything's good, man. Glad to be back in the in the building. Wait, in man, the basement. You, you, you know. look well. Hey man, what do you say? You look well. You know what I mean? Hey, hey, that's that Alabama. We really that down south talk. You know, people come over to your house. Man, you look well today. You know what I mean? I'm blessed. Uh, (laughs) You know how we do. I love to hear that. Keon, how you doing? Oh, you're not here. Yeah, he. he, You know how Key roll, bro. Ah man, so we we gonna keep it going forward. Ray, how you doing, bro? Key getting dressed up like Miss Green tonight. Oh, oh, he said Miss Green. Oh, he supposed to be Mike Tyson, right? Yeah, he, he Miss Green. Money Mike tonight. He, he supposed to be Money Mike tonight. That's what he supposed to be. Uh, I thought he'd be like Money Money Mitch or something. Money Miss Green. He would be Mike Tyson. He said he should have been like Money Me by now. He should have. He should. I hope really? Ke- Keon do Keon do a thousand push-ups before you go to that party. Get his crutches up. Yeah, cause, yeah. Because if you gotta go shirtless, bro, I don't know what. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know what body I don't, I don't know what your body looking like, Keith. But if you if you come in that thing, you and you gotta go shirtless in a robe, uh, it's gonna be a long day for you, brother. He said, "Keith said, say, bro, let me borrow a robe." And I was like, "A robe? <laughs> hey, you bought another grown man robe, man? Don't do that." Then next he's gonna be like, "Man, let me borrow a jockstrap." <laughs> then the, the crazy part about it was when he asked that question, he was serious. No, it was no, no, no. I was he serious. He was like, I, I said, Key, man, when did you know about this? And he got real quiet and started laughing. He started, he started laughing through the text. Like, I'm just like, when did you find out about this? Like, why does it sound like you just found this? You've been knowing this for like six months. And now today you want to come ask people, say, hey, y'all got boxing gloves. Hey, you got a robe. Hey, you got a mouthpiece. Do you got boxing shorts? Look, like, he's probably gonna ask for everything. Yo, you could have went to Models and Dixon, got that stuff. Right, man. I don't, man, listen, Key, Key, Key Wild, man. Yeah. Key Wild, man, real. So, fellas, man, let's just get dive into a lot of these topics we got going on today, man. We got a lot of, for our fan base who don't know, we're originally based out of Washington, D.C. 
And right now, the biggest thing is going on in the, in the city of the District of Columbia. It's the Washington Nats versus the Houston Astros. Yes, sir. So the first thing I want us to talk about as we dive into this World Series, because mm-hmm. this is huge. This is huge for us, folks. You don't realize. In D.C., I'm not a fan of the Nats mm-hmm. or the Strolls. Yes, sir. But in D.C., it's big because we because D.C. actually doesn't win much. Exactly. Right? Outside of the Redskins winning 91. Yeah. You remember that uh, uh, um, down there because you were still born. You were born there. I wasn't. <laughs> so, still were born. Like, exactly. You were born. Still were born. So God, you you were God. born there, so I wasn't. God, I'm so. glad you were still born. Exactly, right? that was terrible. But but uh, just thinking about that and and just trying to t- put that in, in 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 context, like you know the city is you know when it does have something huge going on, Washington Misses just won the championship. Shout out to them. Yes, I mean the city puts on. Yeah. So just having this that 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 excitement and energy going on in the city is huge. Yeah. Right. So we want to dive into it and talk a lot of different levels of it and the complexity of this series, the things that's going to happen, the things we may feel like is going to happen mm-hmm. to, to actually get the Strolls back mm-hmm. into it yep. or to make sure the Nats went out and went in the city. Um, right now, the series is 2-1, yep. but I'm going to throw this question to you, uh, um, Raymond, on this end. Did, did you find, I mean, did, what did you think about the fact that the Nats came out 2-0 and won those first two games? I was at, I was actually at shocked. Minute Maid Park. Yeah, I was actually shocked. I said that you. Um, Garrett Cole has been dominant like all season. He hasn't lost since what March or May, June or something like. he's been dominant. Um, so I was definitely shocked by Game One by him losing. I really wasn't too shocked with Verlander because Verlander been struggling. Like even with the Yankee series when they they started him on the short rest, mm-hmm. he had a bad first couple of innings. He kind of rebound only went five. Then he came back in the next he series. Like he's, he kind of, you know, was the same struggling. But, but, but hold on. Did Verlander really struggle? Because he, he, Bird, he didn't have his ace stuff, though. Yeah. Like he won 21 games this year. He didn't come out dominant and be able to have control over his, his all-speed pitches. So he struggled. It's like all his pitches were stress pitches. Yeah. It's like it just wasn't just easy for him. Uh, I mean, but he gave him quality innings. They bats just didn't wake up. Like, you know, Houston is one of the teams that scored a lot all year. 107 they had wins. one of the best records. Yeah, they had the best yeah. record. 107 wins. So you putting up big numbers. And they just not hitting. Even last night when they won 4-1, they just not getting it, bro. They're not, they not putting together strings of hits. Yeah, they got a couple of timely hits. Yeah, uh, yeah. Riddick started I agree, I agree. Double. They got the home run from the catcher, but they're just not putting it together. But, but is it, is Which it, it could be scary for the Nats. Yeah. Because if they do put it together, they could start the night, and I think the series would be over one if Houston wins the night. What do you think is it do you think it's that the Nats pitching is causing them problems? Oh, absolutely. Scherzer and, and Strasburg with lights out. Yeah, because you cause you look at over like the series that Houston had with the Yankees, mm-hmm. the Yankees' biggest problem the past three years and the series that they had with Houston two out of the last three years yeah. has been pitching. Yep. And I think that's where the Nats pose, pose a problem because the Nats pitching has been great once they got on the road. Mm-hmm. Now at the beginning of the year, you know, they struggled and people want to get rid of the manager, but then they find a, they found a way to stay together. And now they're, they're a lot balanced. Yeah. Like they can hit the ball. They got people that can pitch. And I think that's where they sort of, even though people might feel that Houston is the 
is the upper echelon and they're a lot better. But I think that's what makes them balanced because the Nats can hit the ball mm-hmm. and the Nats has great pitching to help them out and win games. Mm-hmm. And they proved that down the stretch. So I think tonight is going to be a real a real uh, test for the Nats. I think that by them doing what they did the first two games, mm-hmm. people now feel like, okay, yeah, they got a chance to win the series. Now, they did lose last night. And, 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 and Houston made a lot of great plays. The dude missed a home run, would have been 2-3, a 3-3. And the the guy in the outfield made a great play by catching it off the hop and getting it back in the infield. So that stopped the run from going home. But then on the other end, the Nats left a lot of people on base. They left a lot of people on base. Mm -hmm. So it's not like they're not getting, they they don't have chances. I think that last night just wasn't their night. Yeah, Cabrera had a prime opportunity and it was like 3-1. And he had a run on second and third, and he had a little dribble at the first. Exactly. Like, and normally, Cabrera, like, when they acquired him in August, like, dude put up, like, 40 RBIs toward the end of the season. Like, he was balling. Yeah. Like, he, he definitely was a good bat for him. But if I'm Houston, that game one, when Scherzer was really struggling, like, mm-hmm. Scherzer was, like, laboring. Like, mm-hmm. he just couldn't get nothing really going. Houston couldn't get nothing going. So, you know yeah. the next time Scherzer takes a mile in game four, ball. He's going to be locked in, you know, exactly. nine times out of ten. He'll be, be at home. You know he's going to be locked in. So it's going to be a great series. I still think it's going seven. Um, I think Houston's just not going to lay down and just, you know, you know what? It's going to win. Yeah. In the next, you know, two games. But I think it's still going seven, though. I think Soto. I think Soto. He's a star. He's a star. Other young man is a star. But I think last night, I think he's played so well that he eventually was, was going to have a bad game. Mm-hmm. And I think last night was his bad game. Yeah. I think he's going to rebound. I think everybody, you know, you know, came around him and pumped him up. And I think last night showed that, you know, you can't have a bad – even though you're a superstar, superstars always have at least one bad game. And tonight is going to be the night for him to step in and say, you know what, last night I had a bad game. It was my birthday, whatever. He had a lot going on. Mm-hmm. But tonight is a big night for the whole Nash organization. Because if they can win tonight – then now you put your, the pressures on Houston with them being the favorite. So one of our I mean, IG listeners right now, Skino eight hundred three. Yeah, he says not going seven. I mean, ask Shout him. Out to Maul. Ask him. Hold on. <laughs> ask him one. <laughs> when he say it's not going seven, which way? Which which you talking about? Is yeah. he talking about the Nats or is he talking about the uh, the Strohs? Okay. But to get back to your point just a minute ago, he said Nationals. Well, yeah, I think he. I don't think he's going seven for. And hold on, let me let me let me jump to him what he has to say real quick. But uh, I think I think what he's saying is if it's going seven, he's not going seven. He means they went in five or six. Ask him five or six because it has to be five or six at this yeah, point, no question, right? Yeah, yeah. So if he feels like it's five or six, then maybe that could happen. They have to win tonight. They got to win tonight. Tonight's yeah. a guarantee. It's a must win. They have to win tonight because what you just said before. Actually, you're right. The pressure. Is on them because they have to win all three games. He said five because we realized how the format is. The yep. format is two, three, two, two, three, two. So you got to win those those games. You know what? But this series right here, and I actually last time we um, recorded about this, yeah. Howard Homecoming, I actually thought what I said. I thought yeah. the Nats going to win. Yeah, he did. I thought the Nats going to win it all. But here's the thing, and and we go around on the round table on this right here. This series is really. Starting to become something very similar, something that I remember because it's near and dear to me because it really hurt because we should have won that series, right? The Yankees against the Braves. Right. We went to New York, won the first two games, blast them the first yeah, two yeah, games. Yeah, put it on us. Blast them the first two games, and it came down to Atlanta, 
and we lost all three street, all three games, and then came back to New York and they closed us out. Yeah. And that's I'm I'm a fear that this is what's gonna happen. If they lose tonight, the pressure is all in. They gotta win games. Yeah, they gotta win game uh, five. game five. Yeah, so is this is the question around the round table? Is this a must win tonight? I think it is. I don't think so. I think it's a must win. I think, like I said, you didn't, they had the players the players only meeting after game two, Houston. And most of the time, when you come out and play only meetings at any level of sports, you come out blazing. And I think if Houston can get the top of the – or if they can get Carrera going, he's been struggling. He's in the middle of their lineup. Brantley has been doing well in the number two hole. Tuve going to do what he do. Mm-hmm. But Carrera has to give him something, bro. Like, he's right. been struggling. Right. Like, struggling bad. And Martinez has to say, you know what, we need to get this – get one. And you got to like your chances with Strasburg and Scherzer going within the next two games to try to close it out. Because now if you don't and somehow it goes seven, do you think Anibal Sanchez is going to go on the road – be Zach Granke in a game seven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, that's the, and that's the thing. Even The reason why this is even a must win, because you remember, this actually, not only this happened with, I mean, the Braves, but it also happened with the uh, Yankees. Cardinals Yankees and the Rangers. Mm-hmm. Right? Remember when the Cardinals, the uh, Rangers up 3-2, had to go back to St. Louis, and the Cardinals won both games. This happened to the Yankees. We right, and the Yankees we won. They beat us, what, four? No, we up 3-0. They beat us four straight. Mm-hmm. Exactly. They beat, but so... Man, but I do think, and this is why I say this, the Nationals, I don't think it's no fear factor. Because you have most teams where you know in the back of your mind, like, okay, we might be up 2-0, get the crowd into it, but we really can't beat them. Mm-hmm. Like, you, 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 you had this fear factor. In this situation with the, with, the, with, the, with the Nationals, I think by them struggling at the beginning of the year, and once they figured out that, you know what, we're a better team than this, I don't think they scared of Houston. Even if I, even if they lose tonight, I still think they can go down and, and let's say they win Game Five. I think they can win one game in Houston because this is the thing. It still goes back to this: if the Nets bats, are, if they can still hit, because they hit everybody. It's not like they didn't. It's not like they didn't hit the ball last night. It's just a couple of situations where you know. Houston made great plays. Mm-hmm. They made great plays, and that's part of baseball. You got to make great, great teams make great plays. Absolutely. But I do think that the Nationals are not afraid of Houston, and I think in their mind they still can win this series, whether they lose, lost just because they lost last night, and if they lose tonight, they still feel that they can go to Houston if they have to go back and win a game. Well, but, but you know they, every, they, they you know they've they done it. But I mean, but, yeah, but, 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 you, but, but you have a lot of teams that are not confident like that. But, yeah. but, but because but they you, scared of their pitching. And you and you know the first thing people but say. But you just beat their two best pitchers. So I, they're not scared of No, no, no. I'm, I'm not saying for, I'm talking about like for media and everyone else, they feel like that Houston pitching is so dominant that the Nationals won't fake. But they're doing what they have to do to get in there. But they're not worried about the media. I mean, and what you just said is, I mean, it's a good point, but it's, you got to also look at it like, I mean, yeah, the Nats are not scared. They can win in Houston. Yeah. They can win a game six. They can win a game seven. They have to. But why? Why would you want to? But that's true. That's and, true. Num- mm-hmm. and, and number two, you also know that, you know, the Houston's are champions. Yeah. yeah. They, that, that, they've only won. They lost. I mean, they won. Excuse me. They, they won two years ago. Yeah. So they, they know how to close this thing out. That's true. So you don't want to be the team that came there 2-0, had all the momentum, lost, and then give them the short in the stick, and then go back, have to go and back lose. to Houston, right. and then lose that game six or game seven. Yeah. You don't want that. You don't want that pressure yeah. on your on your head. And, 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 the, and let's just be real, man. I mean, this is a great story, yeah. but they didn't win the division. 
<laughs> the Braves, the Braves won the division. I, 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 I picked the Braves again, and I think we, yeah. and I think if we, I think if we, we played them. I think maybe like, I think we played each other like twenty four times, or eighteen times. Like, like twenty six times. Twenty six times. Yeah, I think the Braves beat them like eighteen times. Yeah. So, I mean, they beat them several times. I mean, they, they dominate that series, and they've been dominating it for the last two or three years. Yeah. So it's like one of those things where, yeah, they they got on a great high streak. They came out playing well. But it seems like maybe Houston's t- caught their groove. Could be. That's what I'm thinking. I think they are now like, you know what? The shock factor's over. We know we're going to be in a series. Maybe they thought they were going to go in because after coming off that high, facing the Yankees, knowing the Yankees was that, that mortal enemy that they have. And they feel yeah. like, hey, yeah. we need to you know slay that dragon. We slay that dragon. Now they're like, okay, we're good. Mm-hmm. And then they come in and they got avalanche by a very good team who's oh, playing yeah. at the all-time peak. Yeah. Soto, right? Soto balling, bro. And Soto's balling. But think about Soto. Interesting. It's, it's a young guy, young player. Yeah. Maybe I think they're now starting to see how to pitch at him. Oh, yeah. Game three, saw that. I saw yeah. that they pitched him a little differently yeah. than they pitched him in game one and two. Yeah. Exactly. They were throwing they were at him like that. So yeah. they, they made him chase a little bit more. So it's just one of those things. And they were patient with him. Yeah. And you got to also think about it in that game two. I mean, Bird missing that little, that little gimme. Mm-hmm. He could have should have scooped up out of third or third base to hit his glove and then throwing that wild pitch. I mean, not the wild, but throwing that wild, <laughs> throw, throw, yeah. that wild throw all the way to first base, that, which broke the game wide open. Exactly. And then that was it from there. It was an avalanche from there. So I feel like they still got a shot. I feel like the Nats still got a shot, but they're going to have to win tonight. Yeah, they it's win. a yeah. must win tonight, bro. Do you it is a must win. Do you think it's a must win? Do Davey Martinez manage it like a game seven? He has to. He has to. He has to look at this like we gotta win this game here. Does they need the upper hand? But this is the thing. If he, I think he sticks with the format that he has now. Because if he wins tonight, now game five. Now you got. I think now you do pitch game five like it's game seven because you don't want to go back. Because that's what happened to the and that's what happened to the Yankees. I think two years two, two years ago. That's what happened to the Yankees. We went up three two. Went back and we lost two one two one. You talking about against Houston? Against Houston? Yeah, but um, that's that's what I'm saying. But I mean, at the same time, Houston also got smashed by the by that's the Red it. Sox last year. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, what I'm saying is, it, it, and, and I get what your point is, but I think today has to be controlled as a game seven because you, if you're up three one, you can you that means you have one you you have three, three games yeah. to win one yeah. yeah. Three chances to win one game. Yeah. And it's better to go with that obstacle than, than dealing with... 2-2, two, two, 500. Yeah. <laughs> two games to win. 2-2. Two, two. <laughs> and now you got to win. You got three games yeah. to win two. Yeah. And, and you got to win that. And you got to win one on the road. And you got, yeah, you got to win one on the road. So you, now you know you're in trouble. So yeah. then you got to look at it too. Yeah. If it comes down to be 2-2, two, two, who got the best three pitchers against exactly. their best three pitchers? Right? So now you got Verlander versus... Verlander, uh, Cole, exactly. and Granky versus Strasburg, uh, Scherzer, Scherzer, and Sanchez. Sanchez. Exactly. Which three are you taking? It's gonna be it, and exactly. That's gonna be that's gonna be the key. Yeah, that's gonna be big the time, issue. Bro, big time. And you already gotta know. You know that's gonna be a problem. And then yeah. you think Cole gonna lose again, like tw- two twice in the same series? So you, yeah. That, that's what they gotta really be thinking with, about. With too. the fact that now he's gonna pitch differently yeah. because he realized how they hit him at the, at, in Game One. Yeah, they went after him in Game One. So now he's going to pitch with a different a different level of uh, urgency yeah. than he did in game one. And that's going to be different, man. That's going to be a difficult difficult situation to get over. And Houston's already a champion. Yeah. So, you know, they're they going to come with that harder line, harder champion yeah. type logic. 
So you got to be ready. I got ready. I was actually out yesterday watching the game. It was yeah, I was it was, a, it, was it was a few Houston fans. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was there, right? Man, the one they were lit. And two, <laughs> they were lit us all the way. And two, so one dude had like a uh, a replica championship ring. I thought it was a real ring, right? Yeah, right? So I was like, oh, you got a championship ring? Like, yeah, that's real. <laughs> I said, what you work for the organization? Why you ain't at the game? Yeah, yeah. He said, no, it's a replica. You know, they give them out. I'm like, man, why you got a replica ring? I'm like, hey, why, what you, who wears replica rings? But that's a different hey, story. Hey, man, that's man. the people who love them baseball. Uh, they love them, man, the fans, that's bro. the most ridiculous thing I ever heard yeah, in my life. Yeah, the fans. So let me dive in. Let me give you another question. Throw, out, throw a little oddball question, but still part of the world. So it's still, but it's more about the Nats in D.C. How much do you feel if the Nats do win this championship, they pull the World Series out, how much pressure is on the Redskins and the Wizards to produce a champion? Zero. I think zero for the Skins. Zero mm. for the Wizards, too. They're in the same position. Both of mm. them are in the same position. And this mm. is why. Okay. The, 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 there are two organizations that have been badly ran in the past couple of years. I mean, they've been badly ran. You, you can look at it from when Melo came into the league, they picked the dude from overseas, right? The Redskins, ever since the owner has touched this team, it's been Wait, bad. wait, you say Melo, what are you, what are you, what are you talking I'm not, about? I'm going back. I'm, I'm just going back. No, 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 what, no, no, what I'm saying, no, I'm saying. Hold on, hold on. No, no, I'm saying, I'm afraid of that who they could have picked up and they got the dude from overseas. Because Melo was still in the draft when uh, the Wizards had their pick. No, he was Yes, he was. Yes, he was. No. When did Melo go? Hold on, stop. He went four. Hold on, no, Melo went third. Hold on, my bad. Melo went third. Hold on, first pick was by the Cavaliers. That's right. LeBron. That's right. Second pick was by the Pistons. They picked Dork. Dork. They got Milicic. I'm sorry, my bad. And third pick was Melo. My bad. Yeah, and Denver Nuggets. Let's get, let's get. Yeah, you were a little bit misguided. Okay, I was like, I'm like, what is he talking about? We don't know. But you can tell, like, the players that they pick and how things been ran in both organizations. It's gonna be a while before they get it together. It's going to be a long time for the Redskins and the and the, and the But that's what I'm saying, Wizards. though. But if you got a team, first of all, I think the uh, the uh, Nats have been, Nationals have been in, first of all, I, I hate calling them Nats, but National, even though they stole uh, the Braves' colors, the Nationals, <laughs> the Nationals have been in. I mean, I was red, man. We're actually red and blue. But that drum was baby blue back We're in the red. day when they had Glenn Hubbard and all them. That was like uh, 1965. No, that was 19, in the 80s, bro. Anyway, yeah, we, we were red and, and Chris Chamberlain and all them. Y'all was like We've been blue. red and blue for a very long time. I got silver jerseys. I can show them all. I got home away and I got the alternates. Y'all was baby blue right. too. So, Big money. but when um, when when the, uh, the Nationals have been in this area, like how long? 11 years? 2005. 2005. So that's yeah. only because yeah, because 2009. So 14 years because they have to have you have to have a baseball stadium for five yeah. to get the All Star game. Yeah. So they've only been in here for like 15, 14, 15 years, and organizationally they've had some struggles. Yeah. But they've also proven to have a consistent winning team. Now they're in the World Series. Yeah. If they pull out a championship, the Cavs won the championship a couple of years ago. Yeah. You have all these organizations around here winning around you yeah. who are still in your fan base. People are getting excited about it. They're loving it. They love driving to work. Natitude, all that. I mean, all that is going on, right? And all these things are going on. And your your uh, your mainstay teams, right? The teams that you have had organizationally for a very long time. I mean, the Skins since the forties, right? Or mm-hmm. the fifties. Long time. And the Wizards probably since the sixties or seventies mm-hmm. are not winning. Yeah. And they and they have higher payrolls. Uh, they have. 
they have more more influence as part of the organizations mm-hmm. amongst their fan base, yep. and they're not winning. So y'all telling me zero percent that they get no pressure no, no, them no, no. to them having put out? That boy. He said that. So how was you feeling? I think the right? fan base done gave up on the skins. So like, it's, well, well, Ray, I believe that. Yeah. But so I said the pressure's on the Wizards. Uh, you know, DC is how much pressure on the Wizards? Because the Misses won too. This is the championship. It's probably about twenty-five to thirty percent. I mean, it's not like a great pressure, but when is when is the Wizards going to get a high price free agent? Right? They haven't had nobody wanted to come here since Gilbert Arenas, and the reason Rick Gilbert he, he, he was traded, like no. he just felt like he was playing he the biggest whoa. money. It was traded here. Okay, well, they ain't got nobody never came here then. Karan Butler was traded here. Jameson was traded here. Mm-hmm. They were okay. never drafted by the team. Right, so... I think maybe the only one that... I think even Larry Hughes, when he was here, was traded here. Yeah, because Larry, Larry Hughes started with Cleveland, it, right? It was, yeah, it was only so many teams. It's only, it's only been like maybe a few players that actually wanted to sign to come here. I don't remember any. Zero. And I mean, I mean, I'm not talking about marquee talent. I'm talking about just in general. Wow. Right? Like, there's no... If they haven't drafted a talent... Oh, they haven't actually traded for a talent. They have not actually got anybody here that has just said, I want to come play. I think a lot of pressure, too, bro. They're spending a lot of money on Wall, and he's, like, used good enough. Like, he'll never be able to live up to that contract that he's had. If they can get off that deal, if I'm telling the but I will ship that boy out tomorrow. And and it, but he's the best dancer in the NBA. <laughs> he be because he dances. He's a bit bigger now, so he ain't booking. Because he dances like at every. He dances at every club in the DC area. Yeah, yeah. he ain't got to work this year. <laughs> oh yeah, he's living a life. You ain't got to work. Like, you know, he's making what twenty five, thirty million a year. I haven't. I I don't hang out no more. But I, I see it on the ground. Like everybody else does. That's what I'm saying. And you know, they, they make it sound like it's the old DC back in the day, you know, the Pearl Nightclub DC. <laughs> Pearl Nightclub. When you run into all the all the stars just come to Pearl Nightclub, you know what I'm saying? Lounge too. Yeah, hey, hey, yo. You know what I'm saying? That was the old DC. You come roll up in there. It's starting to come to old DC a little bit now. It's like, yo, you come popping up in there like, man, like, oh, oh, John Wall in the corner with that dance and having a great time. Like, hey, they're not taking it serious. I thought you know? And that thing too, the reason why Leon says the pressure, like Without having a GM in place, no, he's got one. Now they got one. You mean the free agency and the draft, and you've been asking around the league, like how should he run his organization? That's a sign right there. Like you, you starving for a winner. Like you trying to find something to turn this franchise around. When you're in, you're in DC, bro. Like this yeah. is one of the best cities, probably in the United States. You got everything you need here. Yeah. Schools. You got the party life. You got uh, educational stuff. Like you got yeah. everything you want, but they can't get that piece to get them to have success in the playoffs. It, it makes it because when when Gilbert had this thing popping, oh, it was popping. Oh, it was popping. sold out. But every they year. still wasn't. Every game. They, they were they were winning. Right, they, they weren't had success to give it. They had success, shot. but but they weren't championship. But, but, but this right, they had a shot. But, but this but they had a chance to say, you know what, then. Man, Gilbert got they the, weren't they weren't championship winning teams. Though. Yeah, but they but James, this game, but they, they brought people to the games. Everybody, yeah, they, they were excited to yeah, watch. They, they played excited yeah, basketball yeah. and they played games. They played to a certain level, but they weren't championship teams. Is what I'm trying. But to say. they had people feeling good. Okay, look, yeah. I, I, and this is the thing. Some some places, so Oreos. Yeah, but some places Oreos make people feel good. Nah, but some when places you, them, you love them. But see, mm-hmm. some places I but think the impact it is what it is on them. Yeah, and you're right. But then people was willing to go to the game. Like, okay, I'm going to go to the game tonight. You know what I'm saying? When you got off work, it's just like being with the Knicks. People with the New York Knicks, they're going to go regardless whether they saw or not. 
around here. Yeah, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That ticket sales has been going down. And, and you're right, but here's the thing. John Wall and Bradley Bills brought that. They brought that excitement. They've got to the second round. Yeah. People come to the games. Oh, I, I know. We used to, when my family used to have season tickets, we started realizing they were pulling seats out <laughs> and adding seats in. Yeah. Right? They were making more seats. Yeah, they so make more, seats out yeah they're taking seats out and making and adding more seats <laughs> in so that so they can they can limit <laughs> that little gas space, right? <laughs> because they're trying to sell them three because more people are coming to the games. Yeah. But the truth is the product right now is horrible, Terrible. right? Oh, and man. for not only just for the Wizards, the for skin. your skins, yeah. you know, the red it's skins, terrible. The, it's the, terrible. The, the, the red, the Washington ticket, I'll be selling The Washington thing. Football Club, the, the their fan base is not excited about how you guys are playing nope. and how you guys are are, are are trying to run this team. So it is pressure on both of them. If an organization like the Nats has only been in the play for 15 years, man. wins a chip. Man. You got to be able to say, man, like, hey, we need to figure out how to manage our team to make sure we're and successful. That's the, and I think on the own, that's on the owners. Because at the end of the day, you're bringing in people, so many people that have destroyed the team mm-hmm. as to help the team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bruce Allen destroyed San Francisco when he was out there. That's why they got rid of him. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He got rid of him in Oakland. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, at the end of the day, this dude been here nine years. Yeah. And all the coaches you done had are below, way below 500. Everybody you done brought in way below 500. And I'm like... Sooner or later, like, what you going to do? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? You can't just keep asking the fans to keep coming back and keep coming back and keep coming back, but you're not giving them the, giving them a reason to come back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I take I do agree that it, the pressure is going to be on them if the Nats win. Mm-hmm. I do agree because at the end of the day, that's what people are going to want. They're going to want championships. So it's not 0%. I won't give them zero. I won't okay. give them zero. I'll, I'll, give, I'll, give it, I'll give it like, right, say, 20, 25. Okay. Twenty twenty five. Because I mean, because sooner or later, sooner later, if, if if let's say the Capitals win two championships in what three years, yeah. now it's starting to really look bad. And you know, Ted owns that team too. Yeah, I call him you know, Ted D. I know, I know <laughs> Ted, Ted Dollar Sign. Ted Ted Daddy on <laughs> I know, I, I know. Yeah, I've talked to him a few times. Yeah, yeah great man, very gracious. Him and his brother, good people. But then they understand the city needs a winner. Yeah, and you got to win in the Caps. That's why they come to the Caps game. Mm-hmm. It sells out every game. Yeah, and you know the Mystics are. They got a new stadium. They're over there on the southeast side, yeah. and they're winning. Yeah, mm-hmm. you got to put that product and that. And you got to put that. You got to put that 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 marketing and that and the backing. And you got to put solid product for the for the Wizards because this season's not going to be great. Oh no! <laughs> All right, anyway, it's not going to be great. Yeah. And, and, and Bradley Bill, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you got your money, and I'm glad you you you're in the next the next year of that deal is a player option, Ooh. so you can get up out of here because it's not good. And if John Wall don't come back favorably off that injury, mm-hmm. you can roll up out the door. Yeah, but it's just a lot, man. And for me, being that you know, I, I like to see the city up. You know what I mean? Because at times I like talking issue with my friends in other cities. Yeah. Well, my boys who's in Houston, I always talk about the great state of, of Houston. The great state of Texas. <laughs> no, great state of Houston. He said that the biggest, yeah. one of the biggest cities in the world. Yeah, yeah. we always talk the great in the United state. States. Everything's yeah, great. Largest. Everything's good in the great state of Houston. It's annoying to me. And you know, you know he, if you hear, you can, I know you listen to our podcast, Sam, you know what I'm talking about you. So every time he talks about this, I'd be like, man. So when they played the Nets, I was like, yeah, the parade going to be next Tuesday, Sam. 
You gonna be coming up to it? Cause they ain't gonna be there. <laughs> yo, I'm telling like, yo, yo, hey, I'm texting like, yeah, are you ready for it? I'm gonna film it from you, dog. I'll film it for you. Yo, I ain't gonna have, I ain't gonna have no NAS gear on, but I'm gonna show you what it looks like. You know what I, mean? I love thinking into it like that. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, no, listen, we, we're, they're putting up a winner. Yep. And you put up winners, that's what the city does for you. It supports you yep. 100%. Absolutely. Oh, absolutely. It buys that per. That exactly. paraphernalia. It yeah. buys that. Not attitude. It buys that. It buys the seats. It buys the excitement, man. We and you need it. You need it to say like this. So, next question also about the World Series, about tonight's game. Who do you guys have as the favorite to win tonight's game? I'm going with the Nationals. Mm, so, you got Nationals? I got the Nationals. National tonight? Yeah. I think, I think last night, despite, despite Houston winning, I think the Nats tonight... Makes a big splash. It'll be maybe a 5-2, 6-4 kind of game. Because mm-hmm. the Nats didn't hit the ball badly last night. Because mm-hmm. they had people on base. They got, they on, got base. on base. They got on base. They just struggled they when they just got struggled. on base. Yeah, they struggled when they got on base. And I think, mm-hmm. I think, I think this is the night, like you said, I think it's, it's, it's not going to be easy. But I think if they can get them bats going early and, and, and make it happen early, I think they win this game. 10-4. Who you got? Them Strolls. It's a breakout game for the Strolls. I think they finally gonna. I think they finally hit their stride, bro. So, I so think it's gonna be the long ball. I so think. let me ask you this thing, because you're saying the Strolls. Do you feel this is a follow to that? Mm-hmm. Do you feel like it's over? Is yes. the Strolls gonna win the series? They win the night is over. Mm, so they have to win the night if it's over. They have to win tonight or it's over. So if Houston don't win tonight, yes, Nats gonna win it in probably. So no, I'm talking about the Strolls. Oh, Strolls win tonight. It's over. It's over. It's over. The series is over. The series is over. And you're saying it's seven. Yes, it's over. Your thoughts? Nats win tonight. It's done in five. If the Strolls win tonight, Nats win in six. Because they've proven that they can win on the road. I didn't ask you that. The Strolls win. And I'm just telling you, they've they proven that they can win on the road. So and you still they, think that the Strolls the, the win the Knights, they win the six. Nats win the six. Who do you think is going to be the MVP of t- tonight's game? Who do you think is going to change the tie for each team? And, yo, you can go. You, I'm going you with Zimmerman. So you say Zimmerman tonight? Yeah, yeah. You're talking about the oldest player that they have. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> with Zimmerman. Brother can run. So you think Zimmerman's going to be the only He's going to be MVP. The tonight. reason why I say Zimmerman, because I think he's the most experienced. Mm. And you showed that Soto last night was a – the, the inexperience came last night mm. from where he batted the ball and where he stood in instead of moving up in the box. Because he saw the pitches that they was getting him with. They was dropping at the end when he was so far in the batter's box. They say, okay, I'm going to make it look nice on my front. And if he's going to sit back there in the back part of the batter's box, I'm going to make that thing drop. And he kept going for it every time because it looked good early and then it dropped on him. The sinker dropped on him. Mm-hmm. So now we want to see what kind of adjustment that Soto is going to make. We want to see what Soto is going to make, the adjustment that he's going to make in the batter's box. So that's why I'm going to go with the more experienced dude with Zimmerman because Zimmerman, you know, he's been in big games. He knows. You know, don't get me wrong. The, the Nets have lost a lot of games in the playoffs, but he's been there. So I, I, I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna give him the uh, nod tonight. You know, that's. I mean, for me, the MVP. I'm not sure if it's gonna be Zimmerman. I, I, I understand what you're saying. I think Zimmerman could be a a key component, and he he's had some timely hitting in the series and the series before that. So you can't take away from that. But I do feel like there is a somewhere, and and right now I'm kind of trying to figure out who's who's the pitching tonight. I think the pitching 
you know, I want to say that in general, one thing, but I think the pitching for the Strolls tonight is actually going to be the reason why I think the Strolls can win. And folks, before we, we're going to keep talking about, you know, we, we do this live and I mean, we do this live, record our stuff live. We love to let y'all know what we're doing at the same time. And before we keep going on with the World Series, we want to put out there that Auburn just scored no, a they touchdown. Didn't. They didn't call him out. They called him out at the five-yard ah, line. Five, you know, man, he's still at the five-yard line. But Auburn, Auburn at the five-yard line. We're watching the game. We're like, y'all, we watch the game while we record at the same time. We love it. We love sports here. We talk about sports all day, every day. Right? So we love it. Mm-hmm. So, you know what I mean? We, we love doing the thing, but Auburn's down there at the five. I already told you LSU deep is trash anyway, so it don't matter. So let's get back to it. Ray, who do you think is going to be the MVP tonight? I think it's going to be uh, Carrera. I think Carrera struggled a lot this series. Mm-hmm. He had an okay game, game three. But I think he's going to turn it around and be that 5-2 player, be that star that we all know from the last few years. He struggled a lot this year with injuries, and I think he's going to be that X factor going forward in this series, if he can just stop chasing all these bad pitches, and I think he'll be all right. So like, we're not, not going to say Altuve? Nobody say Altuve? No. Altuve do what Altuve you know, do, right? Like, I, 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 gives you what he I gives told you. y'all, I think the MVP for me is going to be the Strolls bullpen. I mean, that's what it's going to be. Because if, if they got to get out of there, if the Nats get to the starting pitcher early, which has happened a couple, come in out a couple of games, and these boys quit, it's got to happen. Panicking, then, you know, then he got to do what he got to do. But you know it's all good. I I I, I mean L two ain't gonna give you what L two gave you, brother. Right. Like, he he he's doing well this series. He's always done well. But Guerrero is struggling so bad, then I know he's gonna be able to do something. Yeah, Ray, add on to that, bro. So you you feel like the, you said before that you feel like the Strohs, you didn't feel like the Strohs pitching can be a, a, a uh, could be an issue if they get to the starter really early. Yeah. So. Do you feel like the bullpen needs to come through? Of course, they need to come through, but do you feel like, can they come through? Yeah, if- yeah, yeah, I think, you know, Granky went, what, about six last night? Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they didn't tax the bullpen too much, mm-hmm. but they got to get their started at least give them five minutes tonight. Mm-hmm. It can't be one of those starts where A.J. Hintz, you know, panic. Mm-hmm. When, you know, sometimes when, you know, pitchers get in a little bit of trouble and you're in that, that bases loaded situation, one out, you know, maybe, you know, the Nats got their best player up and A.J. Hens come in and, you know, yank their starter mm-hmm. too early and not let them pitch. Mm-hmm. He can't have that situation because then you really get into your 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 bullpen too early. Then they only got one day off mm-hmm. and that'll be Monday because if they don't, but if they play, don't play tomorrow and they got two days, so it might help mm-hmm. them a little bit. But don't panic if I'm A.J. Hens. Like, act like you've been here before. Trust your pitchers. And allow your starter mm-hmm. to give you that quality start. And the bullpen, I believe Houston got the better bullpen. Well, let me ask you a question. Why is Houston's pitching been, I won't say off center, but it hasn't been as dominant. Yeah. yeah. Not only in this playoff run, yeah. but especially in this in this series. Why do you feel like in this series, it's not as dominant as you think we should think it should be? Because Cole and Verlander are strikeout pitchers. Mm. And the Nets are keeping the bats alive, making them work. And when you make a power pitcher work, he going to give you something where you can hit. Like, he's going to elevate one of them fastballs. Yeah. Then that's how Soto had a big game one, big game right. two. So, the Nats are putting the bat on the ball, whether it's, you know, putting it in play, even if they get out, 
they're putting the ball in place. So now you're making them make more pitches, mm-hmm. and it's just not those quick innings, three strikeouts, you know, two strikeouts, one, you know, regular out or whatever, and it's quick, quick, quick. That's why I think the Nats are having so much success against Verland and Cole. They're making them work and making them get their pitch that they want and not the pitch that Verland and Cole would throw out of the zone to make them reach for. Yeah, I think that, I think in this particular series, you got to think, this pitching core has been dominant all year. Mm-hmm. They have been real dominant all year. And I think when you play a certain amount of games throughout the season and then you come down and you and, and you had a tough test against the Yankees. But the, the difference between the Yankees and the Nats is the Yankees are more long ball hitters. So I think that's why they, they continue to have great success as to the as to the as to the uh the Nats. They get you with the ground balls. They get you with the two bases. They, 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 they contact hitters. Yep. And with the Yankees, it's one one hit and done. They're going after the home run as to the Nets, they're putting the ball in play. Mm-hmm. And I think, like you said, like you said, Ray, they're they're making contact. Yep. And they first in Verlander and and and, and Grinky and all and Cole and all these other guys, they get them in the three-two counts. Yep. They get them in the three-two count. And it's not just, you know, the first three batters. They get into like fourth and fifth batters per five batters per inning. Mm-hmm. And with, when you've been dominant all season, and then when you think about it, it wears and tears on your arm every series you play. Because they went, they went what, five games with the Yankees? Six? Yeah, yeah. So the longer you play, the more you got to pitch. Yeah. And I think that's what's hurting Verlander now. That 36, he, yeah, you got to realize Exactly. That. And you done pitched all season, and you done had two long – now you in a dogfight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then you was in a dogfight with the Yankees, where the Yankees jumped on you. Mm-hmm. And now it's like I think it's going to become mental sooner or later because if he has to pitch – let's say tonight, and, and they jump on the pitch of the night, whoever pitch the night, yeah. and then he got to go back and pitch again, you mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? And yeah. I think it, it, it becomes mental. Because you can see it on his face when Verlander pitched last week that he looking like, man, how do he keep hitting the ball? Like, what is going on? And and you start thinking it's you. And the reality is, I think that he's slowing down. Hey, I think I think yeah. Bro. I think Verlander is slowing down. So, bro, I think that boy in the ACA is himself, bro. Like, done. He was like done in Detroit. Like, yeah. I mean, done, done. Yeah. He got that trade in Houston, but he's like a whole new pitcher. But bro. you know what happens when you go to a different team and you be around great pitchers? You, you you get into a community with great other pitchers. Mm-hmm. You have to step your game up because yeah. you don't want to be the weak link in that chain to cause them to lose a championship. Mm-hmm. So, but I think right now Verlander is, is he struggling? He's not invincible like he was all during the year because, like you said, go back to this. The Nats are putting the bat on the ball. And they're more of a base-hitting team. They're going to give you a couple of home runs. You got a couple of guys that can put the ball over the fence. But they keep the bat on the ball, which forces them to pitch longer than what they have to pitch. Yeah, no doubt. And, I mean, that's what makes this um, series so complex. Because you you have different styles, different ways of how both teams approach their most, I want to say positive, but probably their most productive way of winning games, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, one team, even though the Nats have been hitting home runs for some <laughs> odd reason, right? Been knocking out the park the last first two games. Then yesterday, outside of me, I think maybe a win, I made a double. They didn't really have anything else, and they couldn't really produce anything else. They got people on base, but it was all like other walks yeah. or was anything else. So they really couldn't do the things that they customarily do as far as putting the ball in play and using their speed and their athleticism and their talent to drive in those runs. Mm-hmm. So it's always like an issue and a half because of those different things. And 
But man, I mean, this has been a it's been a great series so yeah, far. Definitely, yeah. And we, uh, Razor told me he thinks they're gonna win in seven, but you, I got, I got the Nats in six. The Nats in six. So folks, we're on record right here oh, no, that know. six and seven. I can't change. I said I thought the Nats gonna win this series. Okay. Yeah, you can't change. So I can't change my pick at all, even though I hate the Nats. You don't box yourself in. Um, but I didn't say hate. Hate's a strong word. I strongly dislike any team that steals the colors from other teams. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I can't say anything because I feel like I felt like two weeks ago mm-hmm. for this series and guys, I said if the Nats get there, I think they're gonna win it. Yeah. They're gonna win it all. And it's gonna be parade in DC. I'm gonna film it and I'm gonna send it to my boy, Sam Miller Jr. <laughs> Sam Miller. If y'all don't know who Sam Miller Jr. is down in Houston, he is Sam Miller Jr. H-Town. Son of Sam Miller Sr. And they are a uh, part of the, the law firm, Millich, Millich's son. So definitely, if you need some type of lawyer uh, uh, situation, you need a you in, a, in some type of problem down there in Texas because he covers the great state of Texas, actually. Mm-hmm. Yo, and Las Vegas, give him a call, man. He will get you, yo, Sam Millich will get you right. You know what I mean? Yeah, so he get you right. And shout out to him anyway because I was down there a couple weeks ago, man. He he he, he always hey, with you. He's my brother. He look out for me. Too many, yo, was that turkey leg? Quick story, was that <laughs> turkey, turkey, hunter, whatever. turkey Larry Hunt, right? Yeah. Yeah. His line is around the corner. What did they like, sell turkey legs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll be there at these. Li- around the, the corner. Dang, oh, man. Like around the corner, like literally, like, is that good though? No, is that good? Is that, mm-hmm. It lines around the corner. I'll see him on Christmas. It's a, I'm mean, not, yo. Line around the corner, and it's probably gonna be hot too. Because yeah, that's another thing about Houston. I was like, Why is it so hot? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was sweating down there. So, so you're gonna bring that turkey leg back? I got you, bro. Yo, you know that. <laughs> good turkey leg, too. you know that. Yeah. I got great you. dreams, good turkey leg. So, line right around the corner. My man, he my man, Sam took me. Don't worry about it, James. We got you. <laughs> he said, Hey, one of, one, one of the owner friends, one of my partners, you know what I mean? So Walked right in that thing, moved a couple people out of the way. Excuse me, excuse me, excuse, excuse me. me. How you gotta do people start sometimes. coming through. Yes, that's how it happened. Start off Arguing Brothers podcast. <laughs> Coming through. Came out the way. Moved a couple people out of the way. Went straight in. Had the table already set, man. Oh, yeah. Shout VIP? out to them. Oh, VIP'd it. I need that shout out, man. So, shout out to them. Good <laughs> talk. Sure, exactly. Shout out to them. Shout out to Turkey Leg Hut, man. Great food. Great, great hospitality. I had a great time. It's a great situation. So, shout out to the city of Houston, man, for that. Outside of beating the brakes off the Falcons. But <laughs> yeah, you, you mad, mad, mad. Yeah, I was, I was hot, boy. Big man. I was hot, boy. <laughs> you what, I mean, quick story, another quick story. So one of my friends is texting me, and it was actually talking about me about the podcast. I was like, not now. <laughs> like, like, I was on the, I was on the, I was on the rail going back to my hotel. Yeah, I'm like, nah, this is yeah, this time. is not the time to be talking about the podcast. He said, I'm big man. I don't want you to call in. No, ain't no call in, no nada. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah. talk to me right now. <laughs> it's, it's, I, I'm not happy yeah, yeah, But absolutely. So Like we just said Nats and six Gotcha Houston and seven Houston and seven So we'll check it out We'll make sure man Make sure you tune in You won't hear this until Probably Tuesday anyway But make sure you tune in To the Nats The World Series man Cause it'll still be going on And we gonna We gonna always give our updates Quick takes on how we feel Like the Nats is going on So check us out on Instagram Facebook live I mean, Facebook and Instagram, both our pages. Yeah, sure. And, and, and we're going to be on Twitter as well. So check us out because we're going to be talking about a little takes of how we feel like the series should, should keep going, how it's going to be maintained, mm-hmm. and how we figure out the next three games. Yes, sir. So let's jump into another, um, another topics for the day, man. Uh, let's get to 
NBA. I won't say NBA, but let's get to NFL real quick. Mm-hmm. Because there's some good games that are going on real soon. Yes, sir. It's a game between the Chiefs and the Packers. And the Packers tonight. Good one. Not Sunday. tonight, but actually, but Sunday. Yeah, and I feel like that's going to be a good game. It's going to be a lot going on in that game. It's going to be a lot of a lot of talent. We already know that. Um, we do know that that the uh, Chiefs quarterback is not going to be available. Patty Holmes. Patty Holmes is not going to be available for that game. Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're quick. Hold on, folks. Hold on, folks. Hold on, hold on. Auburn just stopped them at fourth and goal. <laughs> boy, the, boy, the LSU trash. Hey, anyway, Ed, let's get to the other one. Edo on the sideline. I'm sorry to jump into that, but, but let's get real fast. But let's get to that for real quick. So that's a big game. Mm-hmm. Who do you guys feel like is going to win that battle? Because even though Patty Holmes not playing, they're still playing at KC. Give me, do you who do you got between KC and Green Bay? Mr. Double, double Check, man. Double check. Yeah, bro. Matt, Matt Moore is not gonna be able to make nothing happen, bro. Mm. I mean, he was he was coaching high school football, you know, like on the on the stab, and then he get the call from Andy Reid a few weeks ago to come in and be the backup, but I don't see Matt Moore uh doing anything. Uh Aaron Rodgers in the running game is playing pretty well right now. The defense is playing well. Um I think they're gonna go into and make it happen up in KC and uh, get that dub. Give me them Packers. I agree with Ray. Matty Moore, nah, whatever. You know, I, I think with with the defense playing as well as they are right now in Green Bay, because they, they came a long way, and they playing real well, I think. Uh, Mr. Doublecheck is, 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 is getting other receivers involved, and they're they not heavily dependent on Devontae Adams. And for real, for real, and I'm saying it's not a good thing that people get hurt, but while he's hurt right now, other guys are starting to step up and make plays, and that's what he's going to need during the playoffs because yeah. he's going to get double-teamed a lot and even on down the road when he's come back. But now these guys are getting off one-on-one coverage, and the offensive line is the key for Green Bay. Yep. That's the biggest key. If they can stay healthy all year, Mr. Double Tech is going to be straight. Mm-hmm. That's, the, that's the key. I don't care what anybody else says, for mm-hmm. Green Bay, their offensive line is the key for them making it the rest of this run and through the playoffs, mm-hmm. their offensive line. But I do give that defense a lot of credit. Now, on the flip side, Kansas City stepped up last week. Their defense stepped up last week. They got out to Denver, and, and Denver's not a great team. Come on, man. No, 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 but I'm just Ready, saying, bro? they look better than what they've been looking. Kansas man, City defense. Joe, Joe Falco? Yeah, dog, but, but this is the thing. They with their offensive line. But they had like eight sacks, bro. No, they had eight sacks all season. Listen, but no, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But that's what I'm saying. Kansas City defense is going to is with what could keep them in the game tomorrow. Because if their defense get destroyed like they've been getting destroyed early on in the season, that's Mr. Doublecheck can probably put up See, 40 bro, That's fool's gold, dog. No. Like, don't get fooled by the one game of I'm playing saying, well against Denver. Come but on, what, they've been they playing, playing at home. home. Yeah, dog. They, they, they playing at home. Man, it don't matter. All right. I'm it just don't saying. matter, dog. All right. No, you just said if, if, our, if, if Aaron Rodgers get protected. Yeah, he get protected. That's what I'm saying. No, he going, but he can make plays with his legs. You right. And then and, and KC ain't got no corners. Well, that's true. To defend no receiver that uh, Green Bay Yeah, got. but you know. And Green, he can't stop them. But run. you know, every now and then, Green Bay falls down and be looking the other way and they, they get tripped up. It happens, bro. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It happens. I just don't. I just don't. I think Green Bay is going to win the game because I don't think the quarterback player at Kansas City is good enough to beat them. If I didn't pay you to say that? Nah. Be a Packer fan, bro, but you know. <laughs> Ray, how you feel about that game, bro? Man, I, I, I think it's going to be close. Like I said, it's on the road in Kansas City, so that kind of that home element is going to give KC 
uh, you know, a fighting chance. Yeah. But I think Matt Moore is not going to make enough plays gotcha. to be able to stop Aaron Rodgers. Kansas City don't have an identity. They don't have a running game. So even if Pat Mahomes come back from the, the kneecap and he's not like 100% like mobile and being right. able to throw off, off timing, like you right. know, any, just yeah. an all-timing type throw, no right. and you can't run the ball, that's a problem. Right, and right, I think right. that's going to be their problem this week was if you got a backup quarterback in Matt Moore, say, you know what, let me lean on the running game, control the game, eat the clock right. up, and right. keep Aaron Rodgers off the field. Exactly. And they just can't run the ball for something. No, they can't. They can't run the ball. Even with Shady or either Darren with uh, Darren with Darren Williams. Williams. So you, you just can't. Damian I don't know so who you got there? So you got. I got the Packers. Both of them the Packers. Both of them the Packers. Both of you got the Packers. Yeah. So y'all picking Packers. Let me cheese here. So so it's good picks. I, I think we we'll go all three. We we'll go all three Packers. I think Packers for me as well. I think the Packers going to be too much, mm-hmm. too much defensively, too much offensively, too much talent on the field for for uh, not just over talent than the Chiefs, but the fact that you know A. Rodgers is he's playing at a great yeah. level right now. Yep. Let me let me let me dive into something else. Let's talk about the Patriots real fast. Okay. <laughs> First question I want to ask: How do y'all feel what's going on with the Josh Gordon situation? They fucked over that boy. Well, this is the thing. Whoa, 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 whoa! You go. Let me let you dive in it. Let me, let me, let me. You, you get that first. If you feel that strong about it, you, tell us how why you feel so strong. Hey, bro. Like they've been supporting this dude all this time, bro. All this time, and. I get you need this a new trade. Like, okay, it helps you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Sanu, you, you got Snoop got to get on the field now. I mean, I think... Josh Gordon I, I, is there. That means Snoop can't get on the field. I mean, New England plays week to week. It ain't like they got like a set three receiver set or they got a tight end that's doing something. So I think it's definitely a, a viable option for Sanu to be on the field if Gordon is there. But if he... If now the report is, oh, he'll be back within a couple of weeks, he'll be released. So that tells me his ankle injury really wasn't that that serious, his injury. You know what I'm saying? To be put on IR, that's basically ending your season, right? Because you can't put more than two people on IR to bring them back. So he's done. But can they right? resign him? Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's not done. His career is done. They no, 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 no. Him. No, he's not done. He said he could return from the injury in one or two weeks. So it's mean they, they they put him on IR, they have to waive him. He's supposed to be waived by the Pats. Right, that's what I'm saying. So And an injury suddenly, so he can get on another team. Right, okay, that's okay, what I'm saying. They messed over him from a standpoint of they must not have wanted him from the jump. But can they resign him, though? No. No. Listen, I'm trying so, to say. So, so, so when they release They're him, They're putting him on IR, and yeah, he can get an injury settlement, and they can waive him. They gotcha. can waive him. So, so He's done with the pass. Yes. Okay, the, the pass. Okay. He's going to get back okay. to the league. Okay. He's talented. But he can be on another team. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. But for him to put the man on IR and then now all these reports that you know they got to be true. Whoa, 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 folks. Hold on. I'm going to cut you off, Ray. Interception. Joe Burrow. We try Auburn. I'm not an Auburn fan, folks. You sound like you are. Joe Blow. <laughs> no. I just I don't, don't like Ellis. I am not a Auburn or LSU. I'm not a fan of neither one. I am roll, tie, roll all day. Right? Credentials on the wall. But you cheerleading though. But bro. no, I'm just tired of hearing about Joe Barrow and Joe, Joe Blow. Joe Burrow we trust? Joe Blow. It's not good, bro. But, you, but don't you want LSU to win and then no. we play in two weeks? I don't. You got this mega matchup like no. that. And you build them up and y'all break them down? Guess what? I don't care. Because guess what happens? And I'm going to tell you like, like I told you. I'm the same thing I said last year. Mm-hmm. Right? Before we played them. What did I say? 
I don't care about them. You're not the team that think you think you are. Yeah. We don't care about you being this fantastic offensive team. No, I ain't offense general period. Like yeah. you're like, oh, you're so great. Who cares? Yeah. No, last time I saw you, it was 29-0. And we had yeah. a backup corner on the other side. And, then you, and you had the up. same players. Those are the same receivers as last year. Oh, they had, oh, we do this, do that. If Auburn quarterback stops sucking, it'll be a different game. But, Ray, jump back to what you say. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off like that, but it's just more of a – that was just interesting right there. Go ahead and dive back to what you were talking nah, about. No, I just Josh. think they did Josh Gordon bad, man, because like you said, all the reports is he could be back in a couple weeks. He'd be, you know, cut and waved. So why not just put, you know, just, you know, put the man out for a couple weeks and, you know, bring him back and be able to, you know, go forward through the playoff run or whatever the case may be and, you know, keep moving just because Nicole Perry – Cody Perry, the uh, receiver they got from Arizona State, the first-round pick is coming back. That's maybe why they feel like they didn't need four wide receivers, you know, five wide receivers, because they got Philip Dorsett playing well, and they got – they were just like – Josh Gordon kind of was the odd man out at the end of the day. But at the end of the day, Josh Gordon is a talent. He showed that when he was suspended the first time with Cleveland, came back after missing a number of minor games and left the league in receiving. I just think they're not using Josh Gordon like they should. And I think they truly just messed over the man, bro, by putting him on IR and just cutting him. Because at the end of the day, why not keep him on the roster and trade him and get a, 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 a fifth-round, sixth-round pick for him? Now you're going to lose him for nothing because you're going to cut him. That's my take on the Josh Gordon situation. D-Springs. Donathan and D-Springs, tell us how you feel about it. Let me say this. We, we, we're talking about a team who cut a player Super Bowl day. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we talk about a team that if you don't do it their way, you're gone anyway. Mm-hmm. We talking about a team who guys have put up great, like Richard Seymour, who has been great back in the day. They don't care about that. They don't care who you are, what you do. It has worked for them for the last, what, 16, 17 years. Mm-hmm. So at this point in time, yeah, Josh Gordon, yeah, people, the fans or the media or whoever else, like the media guys like us, might feel that they did them wrong. But guess what? That's been working for them. Do we think it's right? It may not be right. But at the end of the day, that's how they win. But, dog, why not just why not just trade him and get something for him? But that, that, they, that's not their M.O., though. And they did, no, it's, it's a bad M.O. No, no, it, and you're right. It, it, don't get me wrong. I agree with you, right? It is a bad M.O., but we're talking about a team... Who cut it? Who cuts a guy on Super Bowl Sunday? You done brought your family all the way to the game, got them lined up in hotels, and you tell the man the day before the game, yo, you cut. You see what I'm saying? So, so at the end of the day, this is this is how the Patriots do business. Yeah, I mean, like I said, you, I mean, you can't knock what the Patriots do. They won so many games. Um, they, you know, six time Super Bowl champ. You know, like you can't deny the the, the, the success that they've had. So but that doesn't mean they're not fucking over you. So I, let me I ask you so, so, and, and I agree with that. And so <laughs> let me ask you a question. Does this new trade make them like the perennial favorites? Hell no. Does that make them like yo overarching? Is their Super Bowl to win? Look, bro, they play in the worst division. Now granted, Buffalo's playing well. Man. They five and one, but that's fool's gold. Yeah. At the end of the day, New England gonna have home field throughout. Right, mm-hmm. they're gonna win one home game and be in the NFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, bro. Like, really, that don't make nobody a favorite. Salute ain't putting nobody over the top. Because if he was that good of a receiver, he would have helped Atlanta more. 
Well, Atlanta got more problems. <laughs> yeah, but I'm saying but he's not. He's not a. He's not a whoa, difference maker receiver whoa, to me. I wouldn't say that because I feel like he's. If you look at PFF, um, Pro Football Focus, um, um, analysis stats, he was one of the he was one of the few receivers that per pass that was getting wide open like three yards per pass. Right, but Brady got separation. To to him. He was separation wide, so that's why they got him because he can run those intermediate routes, keep the chains going. He's a big body. Oh no doubt. So Brady yeah, can throw him. it up. And I feel like he should have. He is a player that can make a difference based on the fact that Josh Gordon's going on IR and based that Julian Elliman is not the same player as he used nah. to what he was. So you have to like put him in there. He's going to make a strong difference. Is that a Super Bowl changing, Super Bowl winning difference? I'm not totally sure. I think if, if it's a good matchup, like a certain matchup they're in against certain teams, if they get in the Super Bowl, I think it would be a lot for them. But – I agree with you that I don't think it's that it's that big of a chance of a difference that they become the overwhelming f- favorite. Well, how you feel about that? Disorder? I think I think yeah, and I feel the same way. I think the Patriots has it, it, it's a it's a, it, it was a it was a great storm for them this year because if you look at the teams that they played so far, they sub five hundred. Their defense is beating the brakes off on them, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying Brady. And Brady really haven't had to do a lot to win games. Yeah. He really hadn't had the struggle that other quarterbacks had to fight through different teams to get where where they want to go. And I think I think Sanu is going to make a difference because basically Brady's not trying to go deep no more. Brady's trying to get you with the three and four, three and four yards, that's move the chains, and that's all. He, and that's how he always been. So Sanu is a perfect is a perfect you know. He's the perfect guy for them because guess what? Like James just said, three yards or more. I mean, look, that's all Brady wants. Brady want to move the chains. Yeah. Brady want to keep the ball in his hand, move the chains because Brady knows that his offense is not as good as it's been in the past. But on the flip side, their defense Brady hasn't been good. No, he hasn't been good. But that offense totally hasn't been good. But their defense, but that defense real is now, that has defense been all time great. And they can yes. carry that defense throughout the playoffs yes. and to the championship. But this is the problem. Bar any injuries. But this is the thing. This is the thing we got to remember, though. We want to see that defense against somebody with an offense that can just put the pressure on them to see how they respond. Bad Mahomes. And, 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 <laughs> and, and be honest, and I'm going to be honest, on the road. I think Houston could put some pressure on them. Yeah, but I don't trust the coach for Houston with the play call. I, I, just I don't think it's so much a play call. The old, if the old line, yeah. Up, I think Deshaun can call them up. But I think I think I'm gonna tell you who's gonna put the pressure on them, and oh. I don't know they're gonna beat them or not. Oh. When New England has to travel to Baltimore in a couple of weeks, Baltimore. It's gonna be interesting. I, I tell you, I'm not. I'm not gonna say because that is a great game. That's a great game. Mm-hmm. Pull up, right? but, but it happened. Yeah. But I don't. I'm not sure if that's gonna be. But you know what? The thing about that, we could dive in that right now. It's good. That's a good segue. Before, and that game's in two weeks. I'm not sure if the game is just the game against New England's Baltimore. What I'm more interested in seeing is how New England's going to play against Lamar Action Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Because Lamar Jackson yeah, that's right, right now is a phenom player yeah. that I watched against Seattle, carry Seattle. I mean, I see, excuse me, carry Baltimore, Baltimore over Victor of Seattle. Yeah, so, how, how that game, let's talk about that real quick. How do we feel like how that game will play out? Can Axon Jackson get against that all-time great defense? Mm-hmm. Can he be a major factor? I think he might be held in check. The way New England rush from their front five, front front three, and then they probably bring an extra rush off the edge. They hold their lanes pretty well, right? 
And the reason why Action Jackson gets so many rushing yards, mm-hmm. they had they play against a lot of undisciplined D lines. Right? Cats, even if they blitz, they out of their rush lanes, they get too wide on the edge, he bounce out and his speed is unmatched. And I think what Belichick is gonna say, look, if he's gonna beat us, beat us throwing the ball for three hundred yards. You know what I'm saying? Three fifty. We're not gonna allow you to get outside the pocket, break us down, and make those first down type plays. He might get a couple here and there, but I think what Belichick deal is going to be stay in your lane, contain from the outside, and make him throw the football. And I think that'll be the key ride. New England will go into Baltimore and beat him. I think the biggest thing, if if, if Baltimore can run the ball. Mark Ingram has his business. And, 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 and I think that will allow Lamar Jackson to be – that guy that day. Because if Baltimore can run the ball, now that puts pressure on now you want to put eight in the box. You see what I'm saying? So now you can run the little wrinkle plays with Lamar, you know. And and, and, and this is the thing. Harbaugh has to do a great coaching job offensively of putting him in great position to make plays. You see what I'm saying? You can't just run through design runs, you know, 15 times in the in the game. You He has to put him in great, you know, great space. He has to do that. And if he don't, then I think New England defensively is going to take over. But I do think if if Harbaugh does a great coaching job, knowing, like you said, that that, that New England is well-disciplined. Yep. They're well-disciplined on defense. Yeah. But I do they haven't made they haven't played a quarterback like Lamar. Their schedule's always suck. Yeah, they haven't played a quarterback. And, 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 you know, they haven't played a quarterback like Lamar who can beat you with the run and beat you with the pass, mm-hmm. and he can outrun your best linebacker. Oh, that boy quick. That so, boy full, full two speed. Yeah, so so <laughs> I think if, 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 if Harbaugh come with a great plan mm-hmm. and put him in position to win the game, yeah. I think they can win the game. Because I think Baltimore's defense can slow New England down. Right. I think they can slow them down. But it's all going to depend on what kind of position they put Lamar in to win the game. Yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, and I'm going to give you my opinion real quick. New England will leave Baltimore with a loss. With an L? I think Action Jackson is a type of a prescription you can't prepare for. You can't prepare. You can't prepare now. You can't prepare for that. Listen. Yes. You can't prepare for that. You, you, can, you can get him at the pharmacy? Hey, yo. You can't prepare for hey, yo, that. He's synthetic. You don't know how that's going to. You, you don't. This is what I'm saying. You don't know how that's going to deal with you. Deal with your body. It's not going to deal. You don't know how it's going to deal with your mind. Mm-hmm. It's going to have certain situation and effects to you. You just don't know how it's going to work. Yeah. And you can play coverage. He can take off running. You can put a spot. He's too fast. The difference between him, him and Mike Vick is... The difference between him and Mike Vick is he's he's shifty and fast, right? Yeah. Man. I mean, I watched him against Seattle and his shift and his balance quick, of how bro. he come off that... How he come off one leg, come off the other and not get that great hit. Yeah, boy. Right. He's a different animal. And you know what? And I and, and I think it's Andrews dropped passes on that game yeah. that he should have had more yards passing. Yeah, he did drop a lot. I feel like he's going to be a different animal. I think Bob's going to win. And that. you know what makes him even better now? You can see the maturity. Oh, he's Not just the maturity, but you can see him going through this progression yeah. and reading the defense. Yeah. Now, I'm not still cool with him 
have a running back mouthpiece. <laughs> yeah. Right? The, the running back mouthpiece don't make sense to me yeah, when yeah, you play yeah. quarterback. I, I, I'm looking at it, for me, I'm looking at it like, yo, like, how you have this running back mouthpiece? How you call the plays with the big mouthpiece in your mouth? Yeah. Yeah, I feel How you have that running back mouthpiece where you like, because you got to change the place. So you got to like, it's right, it's attached. So like, how you got the running back mouthpiece? So you still taking that same frame of mind. But hey, man, listen. Whatever you got to do, keep winning. Keep balling, though, Action Jackson, man. Yeah, you know, we love you here, man. Keep, and if you listen to our podcast, yo, we love you here, bro. Yes, sir. So, let me dive something so we can get into a couple of games. We can get to our pick em, Sunday pick em, um, um segment here right quick, right? I'm going to throw some teams out, out to you. You ain't got to get much of a analysis. Just tell us how you feel. Like, I mean, don't tell me how you're going to feel when win the game. Just tell me who's going to win the game. So, first, Eagles just Bills. Who's gonna win? Donkey? Eagles close one. Bills. The Bills? Yeah, at home. Is this season over for the Eagles that lose this game? It ain't over, but it's a it's a it's a it's a not it's notch on them, dog. I mean it's too I think they, I can't get into it, but I think the Bills defense is too physical for Josh Allen sucks, bro. Dog, Josh Allen's doing all right. Yeah. Five one. All right. You know what's up? Chargers Bears. Who wins? Whew. Chargers. Upset. Oh, that is a toss up. Chargers <laughs> get it going off this game. What you got? Ah, I got Bears winning, bro. What? I got I got, I got Bears, too. Man. I did Bears in that. Yeah, these players, bro. Trubisky sucks, bro. No, Rivers is struggling. Yeah, but Trubisky... And Trubis- Keenan Allen not going to play? Trubisky even worse. And Keenan Allen not going to play? Trubisky even worse. He's worse. He, he worse, but the Chargers D ain't doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, the, the, yeah. I'm going to say... The Bears okay. got a good defense, and they, and they can't get a win. I, I, and this game right here, this, this little match right here, I know it's going to win, but between Cardinals and... And Saints, but but I want to throw this question around. Do you sit, Teddy, and go with, and go with Drew Brees, or do you keep the train running with Teddy? Man. You play your best players, and no matter that's not a very clear answer. No, I'm talking about to get to it. Brees is back, right? He said he playing. All the reports say he playing. Is he healthy? No, isn't this thumb thumbs don't get just better over a six week span. Like it takes a while. Like. You could hurt spraying your butt, but that shit like hurt for a year. You think he rushed it because he he he's seen five and zero without him. Absolutely, and Teddy Teddy's doing his thing. Absolutely, okay. absolutely. Though as a competitor, you see your team winning. Like I need to get back. I, I need to get in there. You know mix. what I call that? I call that dumbass selfish. Call and, this it what is, you and, and this is okay. why this is this is why he's selfish, dude. You know the buy is coming up next week. Did you just cut me off? Yeah, I just cut you off. Go ahead. Let's do it here, bro. <laughs> go ahead, finish it out. Go ahead, finish go ahead, it out. Right? Say, bro, you play your best players. Our offense is, is is not humming like we used to, and I never really want to depend on the defense to just shut teams out. They've been playing well. I lights out like it's been balling. But you play your best player. Breeze, you trust him, bro. Breeze feel he's ready. Let him play. Like it is what it is, bro. Like whether he go out and and lose, people gonna always see. Well, we should have started with Teddy. Teddy would have probably got us a win. Breeze ain't ready. Trust the player, bro. If he, if he struggled, he struggled. You know, out five weeks, he's going to be rusty. But his game is short passes. And I think the Cardinals, don't D, don't stand up. Even though they got Pat Peterson back, I think we still going to carve him up. But Teddy's done his job, bro. Teddy's made him some money this year. So, let me a quick question. Cause you, you, you I mean, you're a Saints, man. You see it. You do see they, it. Do, do you know it, baby? We're on podcast. They ain't going to see it. Yeah, so, we're on IG, though. <laughs> we're on IG, though. But do... Hold on. Do you trade Teddy? Hell no. Nah. Hell no. So, why are you keeping Teddy? Because you can't afford him after this season. Because you're going to be Somebody asked Sean Payton, do you have a quarterback in your field? Like, hell yeah. He's in the quarterback room. 
And ain't Taysom Hill. So that's what he said. Yes, he said it verbatim like that. Yes, he got a his quarterback is in the quarterback room. His future quarterback. Was he talking about Drew Brees? No, no. he's talking about because, Ohio State. Because the he ain't talking JT Barrett. Because because the because hold because the Bears have a quarter have a quarterback issue. They got they got some trash. So why don't so why not trade Teddy for a pick? For what? When you ain't got nothing else behind him, when Breeze might be done if we win the Super Bowl, then you got nothing. Or he may be done in two years and you got nothing. Because at the end of the day, win the Super Bowl. Well, even if, regardless, Breeze but, might play two years, right? So Breeze you won't play two years. So you going to keep Teddy sitting there for two years? Exactly. He's not going to It's on Teddy, right? Teddy could have easily took the Miami gig. Miami Miami's trash, though. But I'm saying, but it doesn't matter. You talking about starting? If you want to start, oh, it's gonna be open jobs up so, next year. So Why you going to see? Hold on, hold on. We are going to see. Hold you on. got a tough decision. Absolutely. Or you want to get rid of Breeze after this season? No. So let me ask this question. Let, right. me, ask, let, me, ask let this him question. go, bro. Let me, let me ask this question. Why? Let me ask y'all. Hold on. Let me ask y'all a question. Right? Why is it let Breeze go, but yet we don't have this same type of issue with Tom Brady? Right? You can see over the last three years, Tom Brady ain't been lighting it up. Do they, because they won a Super Bowl, you don't say nothing about Tom Brady? I'm going to tell you the difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog. Like, Brady is playing like some trash. I'm going to tell you the difference. But you don't have that conversation. Say, man, after this year, do you let Breeze go? Or if Teddy was backing up Tom Brady, you wouldn't have this conversation. But th- th- this is this is the thing. I ain't saying you should let Breeze go, but if Breeze going to be there for another two years, Teddy going to go somewhere else. That's on Teddy. Teddy could have walked this year. Yeah, but Teddy knew. Teddy knows that Breeze on the downside. See, he bro, knows that. But Teddy, if Teddy's smart, why go to a situation where you have a, a play caller that might not be as great as Sean Payton? But why, why would you, you got that? You got Kamara. You got Taysom Hills as, as a weapon. You got Michael Thomas locked up. No, you got an organization that's putting winning pieces yeah, around but, you. Right, I'm not going to sit there another two years waiting for Breeze to leave. You don't, dog, Teddy's 26 years old. I don't give a shit. No, let's say, <laughs> look, let's say Teddy's the starting quarterback at the age of 28, right? He could play for the next 10 years and only be 38 years old. But, Ray, you 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 asking this man to sit for Breeze. Breeze 40, what, 41? Yeah, you asking this man to sit for another two years. And, he never, and after, Breeze hasn't said he wants to retire. But exactly. evidently, Teddy don't care. No, he, he he's going to care after this year. He I'm going to tell, tell you why. I'm going to tell you why he cares. Because he's proven. And yeah, y'all got a great difference. But Teddy has played well in a situation where the first two games, Teddy looked like trash. Yeah, yeah, Without yeah. question. Without question, he looked like trash. But the last three games, now that he's gotten his feet wet, He's looked great. That's why I have an issue. Great? Hold on, hold on, hold on. He didn't look great. Not, look, I'm, not, I'm not talking he's about... Got, he, he's done what he's had hold to do. Hold on, hold on. And you're saying that. And you're saying that. They, he's looked they great. do have a good defense. I'm not saying... I'm hold not on, saying hold on, like hold on. Out, but he, hold on, I don't... I don't I'm not go just cutting you off. They have a good no, defense. Cutting I'm, I'm, no, you're cutting him off. No, I'm not cutting him off. I'm going to give him a nice fact right here so he can utilize this. They have an affordable defense. Yeah, they good. Right now, hold on. They have not paid Lattimore yet. They have will. to pay him soon. They will. They have to pay certain players very soon, and they're gonna realize what the cap hit is gonna do to that defense. Oh, yeah, absolutely. but keep moving forward. So, so I think I, I, I think that Breeze coming back. I'm like Breeze. The buy is coming. Why not come back after the buy? For Cause, what? Because if, if you, you help them, so, 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 go go. So the master's question. Let me ask this question. If you feel like if, he, if, if, if Breeze if Breeze get hurt again, it is what it is. Oh, let, me, let me ask this question. Let me ask him a question. If Breeze get hurt again, right? Teddy take y'all and win the Super Bowl. What you do then? Sign Teddy to a long term deal. 
You what you gonna do with Breeze? You can't fall both of them. You can't do your deal. But you can't pay both of them. You can't pay both of them. You can't. You can't. You can't. No, you can't. Kamara is coming up. Kamara ain't got paid yet. Kamara ain't got paid. No, he got to get paid now. He's a third round pick. He's this next year. He's a contract here. Not debating that. So you can't afford everybody. And you got to pay Lattimore. Can can I can I answer the question about signing two quarterbacks? Teddy's not demanding. 2030. You don't know that, but if he I wins the Super Bowl, he I does demand it. He becomes a Super Bowl winning quarterback. That's Nick Foles and what's name? Thank you. But in I, Philly, I, I don't see Teddy getting like Russell Wilson type money. No, but he gonna demand like 20 million like Nick Foles. But it's, they're in the same situation. But even if even if you give Teddy 20 million, but you still got to play a lot of more Kamara and all the boys. You don't have to pay a lot of more next year. Right now, you can. Yeah, he has one you, more year, but he has, he has one right, more year still. You got the 50 year option. So you can easily not. I'm right. not saying do it. You right? gotta go get you don't, that. You don't play that yeah. type of role, but at the end of the day, you got that leverage on Lattimore. Look, Lattimore's just starting to play well, right? He had a down second year. He won Rookie of the Year. Cool. All right, bet. Now he has to continue to ball out to say going into year four, saying, "Look, I want a deal. If not, I'm holding out." Right? He can play that card, but he has to play well to demand that type of situation. Kamara is going to get a deal this offseason, just like Michael Thomas did. The Saints are not going to let Kamara go into his last season of his deal without a deal. Like, that just should be dumb. You know what I'm saying? The cap goes up every year, but it, the wild card is Drew Brees. Drew Brees is a free agent at the end of the year anyway. He can't demand and say, uh, uh, Gail Benson, I want $30 million a year. He No, he can't. Why he can't? Because you can't sign uh, Sheldon Rankins. Because Rankins, I'm saying, listen. So if Breeze get thirty, you know you need Teddy, right? So you can't sign Sheldon Richardson uh, Rankins to a deal. You need him on the D line, right? You got to save enough money to be able to pay Lattimore in two years, right? Because you're not giving, Bro, listen, you're not giving Lattimore a deal this all. Why is I'm gonna tell you right now. Why Why would they care about giving hometown discounts? I'm not saying take a hometown discount. I'm just saying in the pecking order, you're not giving Lattimore a big-time deal and Kamara a big-time deal when you got a fifth-year fifth, uh, option on Lattimore. You know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. Lattimore can hold out all he wants. He has no leverage. No, you can go into it, but we got a fifth-year option on you. You're going to get your money. It ain't like we just going to let you just walk away. You wanted to... Top ten corners in the league. But what stops Drew Brees ask for thirty million? He on the last two years. He on the I last mean, leg. It, like for me, for real, I don't tell no player to take in NFL. Like, you gotta get your money. No, I, but I don't at the same time, Brees has to look at it and say, I've got my money over these years. And even if you feel Teddy is the the, the future of this team and you care, whatever, you can't go in there and say, man, I need twenty five, thirty million. Why like, not? No, you why? If you feel that, that's the only way we can. That's afford. gonna be the staple. That's gonna be the staple because Breeze and Breeze, man, like, look, I ain't got but two more years to play. Breeze I, always about his money. He, he showed that, and, and that's what I'm saying. Breeze, he showed so that. So Breeze gonna want a two year deal worth sixty million. That's just too rich. <laughs> that's just too rich. Well, but but this is the thing, Ray. Tell, if you do that, Teddy walks. But but Ray, you talking as a fan now? I know. But, I'm, I'm speaking logic. Yeah, I would love for the Saints to give a long term deal to Teddy and have them both. No, I ain't back. Talking, I'm not even talking about. I don't. I don't see it happening. But at the same time, Breeze has to look at it and say, "Bro, I can't go in that bitch ask for a two year deal, thirty six." $60 million over two years, but, guaranteed. That, that is a lot of money. But why, you know you need a defense. But, you know you got to sign Kamara. But this thing, why would Breeze care? Because he's like this. No NFL player should care. <laughs> it's up for the GMs to figure yeah. it all out. 
But at the same time, bro, dog, you know you on your last couple years. So do you bro. think Breeze? Do you think Breeze hold out if you don't get? He not holding out. Sixty million. He not gonna hold out. I don't think he's that type of player to hold out. But at the same time, Breeze has never really given the Saints some no type of discount. So so would you would you so so if if you the GM right now, mm-hmm. would you go to Breeze and say look? Would you gonna be like look Breeze? These are the people that we gotta we gotta resign. He know that. So 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 would you take would you take two years, thirty million guarantee, fifteen million a year? He not gonna take that. Why wouldn't he? He not. I mean, I think he he not Brady. Brady are giving New England those type of discounts. I can see two years, forty guaranteed. I mean, I can say two years, right? The second year could be voidable, but we'll give you thirty guaranteed. So if he does play the second year, it kind of prorates out. Gotcha. I can see something like that. Gotcha. Breeze has to realize, and, 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 and the, the, the Saints franchise in front of it has to realize, if you saw how Teddy's played over these five games, right? Yeah. You have to go to him with a full five-year deal. So do you move? You have to. It's like you can't, because other teams is going to come at him. Teams like Miami going to come at him again, right? Whether he wanted or not. You're going to have teams like, uh, let me see who out there. That, so, that so what, 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 what would the four year deal be for Teddy? Average, probably like maybe fifteen a year. So basically, it puts him this. It puts them in the position of because he could be still a backup quarterback. Yeah, but, but it puts the Saints in a predicament. Uh, well, with of, Philly, because Philly, Philly right now, I'm gonna tell you, they've been. It, it's in the, it's in this. He's sitting in the same situation as Nick Foles. Now, well, not the same situation because Nick Foles won the Super Bowl. And Philly, I think, made a big mistake by giving Wentz all his money because he's in the wrong system and the way he looked, he likes some shit. But anyway, I think Teddy realized after playing these five games, then the first two wasn't good. It was he was real shaky, and he and he got his feet wet the last three, and he won a couple of games on the road, which was big for him. Big time, bro. big for him. He put a lot of pressure on the organization. Yeah, you know we 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 got to so. My question to you is, if the Saints win the Super Bowl. Do you move on from Breeze? Say you know I what think Breeze, Breeze retired. Say say Breeze. You know what? You've been great for the city. You've been great for the walk organization. Away. Walk away. Look, while we on top, walk away. Just walk away. I think he will walk away. If not, come back for one like who rather see if he can go back to back. But I think he's done in two years. Gotcha. But the key is, bro. You have to. You can't come to Ted and be like, man, look, you know, Breeze might play another one year. Here's a one-year deal, yeah. $8 million. Like, nah, nah, nah. You can't do that. And tell you, you can't realize and say the player loves the situation. He loves the locker room. It's only so, only you can do that so much. <laughs> exactly. Man, Teddy's trying to get his money, bro. And I don't blame him. You know, no, no, the way the NFL structure, dog, you go get your bread, yeah, bro. Yeah, go get your bread. Yo, it ain't, it ain't, these, these cutthroat owners, bro, they'll cut exactly. you in a heartbeat, bro. <laughs> so, mean, but back to the topic as far as Breeze coming back. I mean, it is what it is. You want your best players on the field. You Nothing guaranteed. Even if we come back in the Atlanta game after the bye, that doesn't mean his thumb is going to be yeah. know, healthy. If he feel he can play, you trust your players. Let me throw, That's what Sean Payton is let me, let me throw a wrinkle in this. Let me throw a wrinkle in this. What y'all think about this? Since New Orleans, since uh, what's your man name from Dallas got hurt? Oh. Uh, who came to uh, New Orleans last year? From Dallas? From Dallas. He got hurt in the practice. What's his name? Oh, Dez Bryant. Dez. Do New Orleans go after Josh Gordon and have him and Michael Thomas? I would love that. But, you know, the headache, and I think that's the reason why Sean Payton didn't go after Antonio Brown. 
even though he got the legal situation. Because you can easily structure it like, look, I'll sign you. And if that situation comes down, we, we cut you. So like, there's no bait. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's, I would love Josh Gordon. Dude's a talent. I wanted to go trade for A.J. Green. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with that dude. He, he likes Cincinnati. He got he got a lot going on in Cincinnati. Probably they didn't want to trade him because they feel like they feel like they're not gonna get enough for him. So what you just said is actually right. I mean, I love what you was talking about. I do feel like the Saints have but the Saints have a decision. They gotta understand yeah. what Teddy's gonna do. And they have a decision this season because before the trade deadline, they can trade Teddy to the Bears, and the Bears possibly can go in the playoff run having an adequate quarterback they could. They that could. can help them win. Something win a championship or win at least a playoff series. So do you yeah, cut? Your, so do you do you cut Trubisky? You can't cut. I you can't cut him, but you can waive him at the end of the season. Got, okay, you right, can gotcha, definitely gotcha. trade him at the end of the season. Gotcha. We'll probably wave get him. They, they gave him. up a lot to get him. Yeah, they trade up for him. And yeah, they trade him. Yeah, that's tough for that. Yeah. They gave and that, and that, how the Bears feel? No, you had Deshaun Watson still available. <laughs> Pat Mahomes still available. And you ain't got him. You trade up for him at the third pick, and then he's trashed out. And look, so. That's the GM. <laughs> definitely, definitely, you gotta give her the GMs, bro. Yeah, yeah that's, GM, that's, GMs and scouts. Because well, I don't know what scouts. Hasn't done, they missed that quarterback, but outside of that, they built that defense. The they defense built straight. a lot of players. They built a lot of talent around yeah. them. Yeah. Let's get you. Hold on. Let's move 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 on. Go ahead. And that's the statement. Look, and that's the reason why you signed Teddy to the long term deal. You gotta give it to him. Because even if Breeze retire, the draft for these quarterbacks, bro, it's a crapshoot. That's what any player. No, but I, I, I feel you, you. You can have a Mr. Biscay and you miss. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The franchise is set back for years. Yeah. So that's why you got to up the ending with, with, with Teddy, man. But let's, let's jump on to Yeah, let's, let's jump to the next back. topic right quick. Before let's jump into uh, the Panthers. Pick them real quick. Panthers 49. Big game. Four o'clock game. Yes, sir. Who you got? Shit. I'm going with the, I'm going with the 49ers. At home, and the only reason, if they were playing it, if they were playing in Carolina, I would give the edge to Carolina. But I think this is the best defense that uh, the guy, uh, what is it, Scott Allen, what is his name? Kyle Allen. This is the best defense he's going to face so far this year, and I think they're going to pose a lot of problems for them. Now, granted that that the Carolina defense has been playing well too, and Jimmy G he hasn't put up no great, no spectacular numbers while he's out there. But I, I do think the home crowd and that defense going to get the Kyle Allen, and I, I think they get a close one. It'll be twenty seven twenty four. Yeah, this is a good matchup. Uh, surprisingly, um, Carolina is playing good ball, um, and it makes. Ron Rivera, a real tough decision bringing Cam back right now. It's an easy decision. And I think being that San Francisco going to be at home, I think that's going to be the difference maker. I got it 20 to 24. Um, I think Garoppolo makes enough plays to give them the win. I think they limit uh, McCaffrey, uh, who's been tearing it up. Like McCaffrey, it surprised me being that durable back. Coming out of the staff, I didn't think it would be this durable, but dude, yeah. all of them. Yeah. But I got 24-20. I got the 49ers moving on, 7-0 uh, going into next week. But you know what makes it surprising about about about, about Carolina? They young receiving core has been playing well. Mm-hmm. They, they struggled last year. They struggled a lot. But I think this year they became more focused. I think they have become more comfortable with Kyle Allen. I think... You know, Robert Rivera don't have a he doesn't have a strong case. He, Cap, I, 
Cam has run his course in Carolina. So you trade him. So you know, say about that. Yeah, let's dive in that real fast then. So do you trade Cam? Yeah, Cam you, you trade Cam. I will. I'm gonna tell you right now. I absolutely disagree with what you're saying. Woo. I think first of all, you're talking about a one year player who hasn't been really scouted yet. And really, honestly, he's not the focal point office. It's actually uh, McCaffrey, the running back. So you're saying trade a guy who's really multi-dimensional in so many different layers and can get his drive back if he just works him back on his game and gets back healthy versus a quarterback that's really one-dimensional and people haven't schemed him yet. And then once they start scheming, which we've all seen, how people start scheming for you. Baker Mayfield. Mayfield. But, 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 exactly. No, in the this, second season, you're like, all of a sudden, you're not looking the same type of player. No, this is why. Then this is why, you'd be like, oh, okay. This is, why, this is why I think they should trade Cam. And I think then this is why I say Cam has ran his course. When Cam was on his high and he was playing exceptionally well in Carolina, they took everything away from him. They got rid of his best receivers. You know, they took the offense around. They made him the focal point, but he didn't have the players that he normally would have that other people had for us, receiver, running back. Jonathan Stewart, all them guys kept getting hurt, and they didn't put no people around him to, to get him to stay at that level that he was at. That's why I'm saying for us running his course, they took away a lot from Cam and put it in Cam's hand and say, you look, look, you have to do it by yourself. Nah, bro, you got to put some people around me. And I think in Cam's mind, and and I'm not sure because I ain't in his mind, but I think Cam want to go on somewhere else. You see what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, he's in a situation where he got the, he's hurt, shoulder bad. He's been pounded the last couple of years. He has been really, like, pounded. And I think he sits in the same situation like old boy in Indianapolis. You've been pounded? Yeah. Because he, he's gotten pounded just like Luck, and he probably got pounded worse than Luck. You see what I'm saying? And the injuries starting to pile up on him. And I think mentally, Cam is like, yo, if I stay here, eventually, you know what I'm saying, it's going to get worse than what it is. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know because I ain't in his mind, but I think Cam wants to go someplace else and start over new. Because I'm like, at the end of the day, he has been pounded. He has been. And I think right now, I think, yeah, he's rehabbing and all this. But I think mentally, Cam is, is wearing on him. Now, I ain't saying he can't do it, but I think mentally, I think Cam has come to a point that he's really, like, struggling right now. Because you got to think, when, they, when he had receivers and all them boys around him, Cam was playing high. Then they stripped him of that and say, okay, Cam. But well, he never had no big-time receivers. No, but I'm saying he had quality receivers. And I ain't talking to the point like what everybody else, like a big core, but when he had Steve Smith and all of them, and then you start having all these moving parts because I just want to pay you, and they took that away from him. Yeah, but you using Steve Smith as an analogy. No, but he went to the Super Bowl without Steve Smith. Yeah, he Steve no, Smith was at Baltimore saying, at the time. Well, they got rid of, but I'm just saying, they got they started taking away a lot of his people that like LaFell and all those guys, they started moving them around. They was cons- Come on, man. This is what I'm saying. They took like the people that he was working with man, and moved them. The reason why O line play has not been great. He's been getting beat up, which forces him to get beat up in the pocket. Cam has never worked on his game from a passing standpoint. Bro, if you don't make something happen with North Turner, bro, it's, it's you. But yeah, if you didn't get no blocking, it's gonna be- That's what I'm saying. So the, the, the whole receiver deal, like he got some young talent around him. He still got a quality offensive uh, tight end when Olsen is healthy. He got McCaffrey. Like, though, he has some talent around him. But at the end of the day, if Cam doesn't elevate his game and don't be that just that runner and my arm talent, he has to say, you know what, look at Dak. Dak is a prime example. You can see Dak has worked on his game from a footwork standpoint, 
ball position and throwing the ball, though, Dak is in the top two or three in yards per game throwing the football. Cam could easily be that. Easily. He has the arm talent. But Cam doesn't work on his game from a footwork standpoint. And then Tam, Cam needs to say, you know what, I'm not running the ball like this all the time. Y'all beating me up. I got Liz Frank. I got a bad shoulder. Right? When are y'all going to put an offensive line around me to keep me upright? That's what I'm saying. So I no, think he's, he's taking a pounding just because he's 6'5", 240 pounds. They figure like, oh, he can do it. We're going to call all quarterback runs all the time. That's what I'm saying. I think he's mentally done. If I'm Cam, I'm sitting out the whole year. Get, get right. And but, he, he, but he's already trying to come back. He's not going to sit out the right, entire Right, because year, so. Josh Allen is Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, exactly. That's why it's a pro- it's just like Breeze. Breeze like that. I see Teddy rolling, man. Look, my thumb good. But this Cam, is, like yo, my shoulder good, make him good. I'm ready to go. But here's the difference between you and Breeze and Teddy. I mean, Breeze, and Teddy Cam. situation, Kyle Allen and Cam situation. Cam, Cam is what eight nine years in the league and still has a lot to go. Yeah. Listen, Breeze on his back end. He's no in the back end of the back nine right quick. No doubt. And we all know that Breeze needs to realize that he's on the back end of his back nine. <laughs> and no. maybe he should stop thinking about, you know, ready to pass over that torch. Yeah, no it, doubt. It can no be doubt. in good hands if he's smart. If the, if, but the Saints got a tough decision next That's year. A tough decision. Because you got to figure out, like, what are you going to keep giving this kid, this guy, all this money? Or are you really going to let Breeze? Do it? And, and Caroline got the same decision. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They got the same, and so does Temple Bay. Temple Bay got a crazy decision. <laughs> do they need James? I think. Oh, they keep going, man. I think James is done. So it's yeah. a lot of it's a lot of decisions going There's on. Too with many that, quarterbacks man. coming it's, out in the draft right now. It, exactly. For Tampa Bay to say, you know what, it's James, you, gotta go. you know what you got. Yeah. So let me before, before we get out of here, man. We're on we're on, we're on our back nine. Yes, sir. Let's a quick conversation. Just a veer away from football and totally. We already talked about baseball earlier in the World Series. Let's. Stop the real quick question right quick. How did you guys feel about that Lakers-Clippers game? Did LeBron, because LeBron came out aggressive because the Jazz, and you love LeBron. He came out aggressive the Clippers. No, he was, no, he was. He was trash. First quarter, dog, he, he cooked. Uh, he, oh, you see that, that ah, reverse pivot fucking dog. fade away over a Kawhi? Six points don't mean nothing. But that, no, 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 Every quarter, me, that's 25 a game. 24. Let me get to my point, man. Wait, wait, stop, wait, stop, wait, stop wait, going. Is at this point and watching that game. Did you watch the game? I watched no, some of it. Some of it. Has, has Kawhi surpassed everybody as the best player in the league? Come on, D Spring. <laughs> Come on, give it hey, hey, Don't get me wrong. Hey, don't get me wrong. I'm a big, big LeBron fan. I think I think Kawhi is edging LeBron out a little bit. I, I think this basketball season, this basketball season, with everybody being on different teams, different areas, this season is going to prove who the best player is going to prove who the best player in the league is. Yeah. Because I think with, with 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 so many teams having a lot of talent and great players on every in the West, there are great players on every team, majority of the teams in the West. I think whoever ends up with the ship at the end, and if it's one of those two guys. That's gonna get labeled who the best player. Now, Anthony Davis can exceed both of them. Can he? I think he can exceed both of them. If he can stay healthy and put up the numbers that he's capable of putting up, then I think he can edge out both of them. So you think AD can be the best player in the league? I think he can. I'm not. I didn't ask that question though. I asked. Do you feel <laughs> well, like I just Kawhi, threw the in there. Did I? Do you? I do you? Feel I think like Kawhi. I, I, I asked your question. I said Kawhi. As the Kawhi, best player in the league. I, I think he's edging LeBron out right now. 
Okay. Right now. So, as a LeBron enthusiast, as a LeBron guy, um, LeBron has slowed down. Yeah. I mean, he can't do it for 40 minutes a game, full throttle, lead the offense, and drop the That's 17 years would do to you, man. It, it is, for the time is undefeated. Yeah. I'm going to give Kawhi his total props. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Kawhi is the best player in the league. Without question. Like, you just can't. You'll be a hater <laughs> to say LeBron is still the best player in the league. You'll be a hater to say Kawhi ain't doing his thing. You'll be a total hater. No doubt about it. Kawhi is balling hands down. The dude is doing what he got to do. Best player in the league. When KD come back, it'd be a great conversation. Yeah. We'll see. But right now, I will give it up to Kawhi. Kawhi balling. The whole Laker Clipper game. It was a great game. Like, you know, it's 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 early in the season. So it ain't really it's kinda hard to dissect right. and be so critical. Right. It's 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 just super early. Teams filling each other out. They're not playing much in preseason. You know, they went to China. Ain't nobody trying to play in China. Yeah. So, so Kawhi is, is I would say Kawhi is the best player. It's called survival in that way. So so let me ask you this question then. Is the Clippers the premium favorite? Yes. Should they, should, if they don't win a championship, and this is the, both guys, if the Clippers don't win the championship, is that a loss? Does that mean that, yo, they, this is a a full season for the Clippers? Hell yeah. Yes. Hell yeah. Mm. And for both of them, really. Because if you, if you look at yeah, the back, yeah, because if you, if, you, if you look at the landscape over the West, yeah, other people got, other people got quality players and other people got this, got that. But the Lakers and the Clippers, that's what everybody got their eye on. And whoever don't win, if, if if one of them teams don't win the championship, they're going to take a pounding in the offseason. Mm-hmm. The coach is going to take a pounding in the offseason. And the coach, and, and even though Frank Vogel it, it, it was the guy that they, they, they probably didn't want, but they got, he's going to take a pounding. He's going to take a pounding. Mm-hmm. And the player's going to take a pounding. LeBron, AD, all of them, they're going to take a pounding. So despite what people may think of how they may feel, if you look at the landscape, Everybody, the East, yeah, we, we see what y'all, y'all over there. Y'all, y'all you know, they, they, they're around. Yo, they the dude. They the dude when you lose on the court and you got the you got the grown men on the one court and the little kids on the other court. Y'all stay over. Don't jump. Don't, 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 don't jump. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You yeah, just, they're around. What you're saying about the East is interesting, but I mean, you can't just dismiss the fact that Philly don't win or get to the finals. That's a failed season for them. Yeah, I so got you got to look at they have expectations. So yeah, they walk got a lot of high expectations and a lot of quality players on that team. Let me say that you can that comeback against Houston. Excuse me. That comeback against Houston was big because I was looking at that team like maybe they're just not going to jail. Maybe it's going to be a fell season for Milwaukee. They just didn't play well in the first quarter. I mean, first half. They came in the second half, played a lot better in the fourth quarter and won that game. Yeah, but but the overall landscape is this. Mm-hmm. If the Lakers or the Clippers don't win the championship, somebody's going to be a Oh, let me ask you. Hold on. You, you put a lot, we put a lot of um, highlight and perspective on the Clippers and the Lakers. But what about the Rockets then winning? What about the Blazers? They don't win. That's a Denver Nuggets, right? That's a all, all, all the, Is it all five of those teams that they don't get there to the championship? Denver, the championship? not so much. They're still young. They're getting mm-hmm. over the hump. Portland, they're a tweener team. They did all right last year, but I don't have high expectations. You don't have high expectations for Dame Dollars? and no. I, But they're, they're, you can have, but they have one of the highest people. Yeah, but, but this is the thing. But that big court is the two of the expensive backcourts in the league. I think it's about You don't have any high expectations for them? But this is the thing. They should get to if, the field. If, 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 if LeBron or Kawhi doesn't get to that finals, it's the NBA finals. Super disappointing. 
Because and, and, you really look at it, you got they like 1A, 1B when it comes to expectations. Okay. Mm-hmm. If neither one of them make it to the finals, can you imagine what that's going to look like on them? Hell yeah. You see what I'm saying? They're going to get pounded. Yes, sir. Now, granted, Dame Dolan got high expectations because they feel they got a top five, yeah. you know, starting five they that can get them side, to the championship. They got, they got a side, they got everything. Yeah, they got and, and included, including Milwaukee. They got side, they got everything. But the black, but like we said all year with Milwaukee. Can't no boy shoot the 15 to 17 foot. Well, you know what's crazy? I saw something a little different in this game against Houston mm-hmm. where I saw that he was doing more posting up and shooting that 12 foot and that and yeah. that 14 footer type shot. Yeah. And that just, made, that's going to help him. He had a little oh, hook yeah. shot, yeah. a little floating hook shot too. But like I just said, what about the Rockets? If the Rockets don't win, is that a is that a failure? Russ and 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 and, and James Harden. Is that not a failed experiment? Hell yeah. So you got to look at it like, yo, Hell that's yeah. a problem. They don't win the chip. Hell yeah. They got to be in the chip. But, but yeah, it's a chip series. But, but, they got to win the chip. But, but, but Indian outside, lessons, uncivilized. But right? yeah. You know but what I'm saying? We're going to Charles Barkley out here. But outside of them two, I mean, who don't matter. Here? But you got two of the most dynamic scorers in all NBA history. So, and you know in the NBA, one player can carry a team to the finals. But you, but you need the role players around you. To they, got, the they got deep. They got Capella. They're paying him a lot. So that's expectation. Tucker's a, a, a 2D guy. He can play. He can shoot the three. He can play deep. Right? You got Jared Green to shoot. But this you know, is he's big. injured right but, now. But this is big. You got, you just re-signed Gordon. You expect expectations from him. But, and, you, and you took it on, you took on Westbrook's contract. Hell yeah. Well, you get $200 million. Yeah. This is the thing. But this is the thing. Yeah, you saying that they got these guys, but all those other two guys gonna be willing to give them the ball to let them we shoot. They're going to win. That's the thing. They're going to win fifty games in the regular season. It just because everybody plays D, they're going to win. Yeah, it's going to come in the playoffs when you got to play half court basketball and knock down shots. And I don't think Russ and 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 Harden is going to fit together because when the times get tough, pressure bust pipes. And who's going to have the ball in their hands? Who's going to stand in the corner and watch the other cat go to work? And that's why they won't win. Harden man. not going to feel, feel great about that. And that's why they won't win. Uh, you got to trust. They don't win no Because, because to, me, to, to me, when it comes down to the Rockets, I don't think Dan Tony preached enough to say, look, we got the win with all five. If going hot, let's go and get it. Don't, don't let go and get you three, four quick baskets. All right, go and go in the corner, sit down somewhere. Let, let, let us shoot. You know what I'm saying? I, and that's where I think that's the biggest issue that he's going to have. Even if they win 50 games this year, when you get into the playoffs, you got to have team ball. Yeah. You got to have team ball. And, 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 and I agree with you and I agree with um, James about this. I don't think those two dudes know how to play team ball. Oh, hell no. You know that. And, 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 <laughs> and, that's where, and I think that's where they're going to falter as to other teams playing team ball. Dame Dollar them, they know they got size in the middle. So big man from uh, Miami gonna get a touch. Oh, the dude who came back, you see what I'm saying? They gonna he get ball. touches, and it ain't gonna be just Dame Dollar and McCullum no more. Cause we now we got a star and five where we can get each other the ball and make it happen. Mm-hmm. And, I, and and for real, for real, that's gonna take a lot of pressure off of Dame Dollar and McCullum with the size that they got, and they got guys that can get around the basket. Mm-hmm. Ain't gonna make them, ain't gonna help them get easier shots. Yeah, no doubt. I, so yeah, I agree, bro. I, but it, it's it's more than just them teams. You're right. It's yeah. a lot of teams that need to understand. They got a lot online, a lot on the line, except the Clippers and the Lakers. The Rockets got a lot. The Nuggets, because uh, the Nuggets, the Nuggets is that their promising factor. They have players still on rookie contracts, mm-hmm. right? They ain't got players that hasn't got the major deals yet. So it's gonna be issues as far as just the payroll. Yeah. 
and Philip and that within the uh, the cap. So it's going to be issues all over the board, but this looks like it'll be a promising season with it'll the be two. Yeah, it'll be a great with the two have more than just only two stars now in the third star. Assuming a lot of the East is super wide open. Yeah. Boston looked terrible in the first game because <laughs> yeah. the Sixers actually in the second, third, actually in the fourth quarter and looked great against Toronto when they played them at home. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see how the roles fit in, how players get there. So, man, I already know the NBA is going to be a crazy city in the season, man. It's going to be a good one, man. So let's get out of here. We, we did our pickers. We about to close out, man. Fellas, just give me your rant for the day, how you want to feel when you get out of here. Well, today is a good day for me. I get a shout out to uh, Dorothy Binion, my mother-in-law, turned 85. She turned 85 on Monday. So. Yes, sir. Oh, wow. Shout out for her birthday. Her birthday. Oh wow, bro! So, birthday, yeah, happy birthday! Happy birthday to your mother-in-law, man! Shout out that birthday! Get that birthday! Like that. What you get for you? What you get her? Man, you know, got a couple of dollars, and you know, oh, wife, my wife's doing uh, the birthday. birthday dinner at Papa Do's for today. So, oh, Papa Do's yeah, out! Yeah, yeah, Papa yeah. Do's out! Which one at Papa Do's out of Houston? I don't know which. I think I went off a of, uh, sixty-five. Okay. I went there. Yeah, you know, I love Papa Do's. Yeah. I love Papa Do's. Yo, that's one of my that favorite joints. Papa Cito's, Papa Do's, Papa Do's, Papa Bros. The, the Green Company. I mean, yeah, uh, the, the Good man. Company. Yeah. Man, listen, boy, I love Papa Do's, bro. <laughs> listen, man, look at your your rant. Last your rant for the day. Look at your rant for the day, brother. Man, my rant of the day. Miami, great win of the day, baby. You see us back. We back. Baby. Back where? Uh, I'm just, I'm, Perry I'm, on I'm, hey, bro, I'm just having fun with it, bro. Like, real talk. Right, man, look, man, DDS. Thank you for a winning day. Y'all look good. Y'all came back. And, and that, that's my room. Today. Shout out to my grand fan. I see y'all boys on the yard next Friday. <laughs> Well, I'm gonna tell you, I got, I got, oh, I got rent. I got rent some of the day, but it's not Uh-oh. gonna be crazy. You got plural? plural? Number one. My rent a day right now is Bama State U is up 21-7 at halftime. Now it's 21-21. Now I'm Uh-oh. sitting there looking at my phone. Now I, I got ESPN Plus so I can just watch y'all play. Yeah. And this right here ain't helping me. This is not me feeling excited and we ain't got the ball right now. <laughs> oh, you got and, ESPN Plus? And yeah. Let me, let me get that log in, baby. Oh. I'm watching Cooler. <laughs> so I'm watching the game now. I'm hot it. I'm a little heated. I'm a little heated because we're not winning, yeah. and we need the ball. And I don't understand what's going on. Watch this live. This ain't this ain't helping my heart at all. So, you, Alabama State University, man, come on now. The, I went to the Alabama State University. We need to get this game going. My second round of the day is Auburn. You should have a better play call for this rookie, bro. You know this boy's going here, and this listen. Your defense played a game plan that should have exactly. won the game. Exactly. Listen, folks. LSU is not what you think they are. It is a blueprint. You can see it. And I, so I told people, when they place a defense that can actually put it in front of them, you're going to see the difference between how that team is and how they did. There's not going to be a Joe Barrow throwing the ball up and down the field. And, it, and this is what I'm seeing right now. They are struggling in this game because Auburn had a better game plan defensively. Offensively, I don't know why they got this kid doing drop-back passes the entire game. You should have used his legs, if anything, and then when they start coming up, you should use them on how to use Cam and then throw the ball over the top of them. I don't know what you're doing trying to make this kid throw the ball. He's just throwing the ball down. <laughs> so at this point, it don't even make sense what you're doing. Gus, Gus Mazan, yo, if you're an Auburn fan, all my Auburn fans who listen to us, you should say fire him right now because this is the stupidest game plan I've ever seen in my Mild life. Too much. So, man, this is terrible. They're going to lose the game because of bad play calling from the offensive coordinator and because of Gus, he's the offensive coordinator, like Dan Quinn's defensive coordinator for the Falcons. Please, Lord, off the blank, fire Dan Quinn. I've asked for months, for weeks now. Fire that guy. But at the end of the day, man, 
This is a great show. Yes, sir. Time to move on. You no, know, we showed our group. Yes, yeah, great show. Episode thirty one. We, we we got in. So, folks, hope you enjoy what we're doing. Check us out on Instagram, Arguing Brothers uh, at Arguing Brothers. Check us out on Facebook at Arguing Brothers Podcast. Yo, man, real great. Check us out of here, bro. Let's get it. Diversity in that joint. Baseball joint, and everybody knew what they were talking about. Now y'all losing, bro. I gotta hear that chicken mouth. Y'all losing. I gotta hear that chicken mouth on Monday when I walk in there. God is king. We the soldiers. Ultra beam out the solar. When I get to heaven's gates, I ain't gotta peek over. Keep it perfect composure. When I scream at the sofa, I ain't mean I'm just focused. I ain't mean I'm just focused. Put a lean out slower. Got us clean out of soda. Before the flood, people judge. They did the same thing to Noah. Everybody on a yandy. The Jesus Christ did the laundry. They say that we start on Monday. But the strong start on Sunday. Won't be in bondage to any man. John 8.3.3. We the descendants of Abraham. Yeah, should be made free. John 8.3.6. To whom the son said free. Is free indeed. He say the rich like me. Hallelujah, 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 hallel